Hello and welcome to Divisive Issues, the foul-mouthed, spoiler-filled comic book podcast where two fans and two non-fans talk about controversial or noteworthy comic books. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. And we're here for the final part of Flash Fury, my love letter <laughs> to the Flash's villains. Wow, it came and went just like the Flash did in our hearts. Yeah, yeah it came in our hearts. It like came in our hearts and then left and then came back and then another <laughs> one and then there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but like all the different flashes I'm referencing here. Yeah, we're, we're going through uh, three different flashes. Uh, spoilers, kind of, kind of. So we are going to be selecting, and this is a little non-linear from last time because there's going to be, it's all, it's mostly going to be Jeff Johns. There's going to be one Mark Wade issue in here, but we're doing a bunch of origin stories, so we're going to jump around from different origin stories. Yes. Pretty much. So some of it'll be before the Blitz stuff we talked about, some of it after, but it's mostly just like rogue backstory stuff yeah what's interesting about this time is that flash plays a very very like small role in this <laughs> he doesn't show up in any of these issues he shows up in one issue oh yeah he shows up in one issue that's, that's the only one that's not really um a rogues issue it's just a more continuity filling stuff yeah and that kind of stuff so we're gonna be for the first batch we're gonna be covering issues 182 190 212 and 218 from wally's run written by jeff johns the art, there's lots of different artists. Some of it's Scott Collins, some of it's some fill-in artists that I don't know off the top of my head. Sorry, guys, you can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different artist from every, every fucking issue we're doing, and one issue has multiple artists in it, so we'll take forever just... <laughs> yeah. So, we're going to open with 182, which is the Captain Cold issue. If you guys, if the listeners don't know Captain Cold, he's the guy with the weird blue little goggles and the big parka. He's Mister. Yeah. He's Flash's version of Mister. Freeze. Even though I think Cold came first, probably. Or, or yeah. he's he's Iceman from Mega Man One because he looks yeah. just like him. But Captain Cold <laughs> definitely came before Mega Man One. Yeah, All right, yeah. Iceman is Captain Cold, I guess. <laughs> I'm not. You sure. learn something new every day. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's, 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 he has a parka on. He's cold. It's not that hard of a concept. No, but like Mega Man, <laughs> Iceman has like the exact same colors. And the glasses? Blue! Oh my god, light he blue. He doesn't have wow, the glasses, crazy. but he has, like, the white... Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, not important. Okay, so after... <laughs> I, I looked it up. Uh, Captain Cold predates Mr. Freeze. Oh, thank God you confirmed that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and Captain Cold is... A... Oh, I, I thought you were going to say he predates uh, Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> also that. And Captain Iceman, Co- the X-Men, predates all of them. I don't know. That's no, not that's not true. That's not true. Captain Cold predates Iceman as well. Okay. Phil's the comic book uh, noob here. <laughs> yeah, I, like that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and Captain Cold is an old, long-term Flash villain. He was uh, he debuted in Barry Allen's second appearance before he even had his own book when he was in Showcase, and uh, he's so he's one of the oldest Silver Age villains. I think the only Silver Age villain older is the Turtle, the first Flash villain. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> that was his you first know, he... villain. A yeah. uh, fun fact: The turtle is played by the chief in uh, the Flash TV show <laughs> from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, I don't know if so, I got far enough to see the turtle. The uh, the the Flash, who's the fastest man ever, his main villain is a slow guy. <laughs> not not the main villain. The turtle. Okay, well, I don't know. I don't know anyone would say the turtle is his main villain. <laughs> So anyway, anyway. It, it opens with Captain Cold in Keystone City. And this is around, I mentioned this last time, this is around when Jeff Johns was reintroducing the rogues as, as major parts of the Flash's book. This and is in between what we read last time, right? When you introduced Hunter Zolomon and then when Hunter Zolomon became yes. Zoom? 
Yeah, okay. so the way these were framed a lot is throughout the book, you would have, like, Hunter pouring over the files to, like, psychoanalyze the rogues and to do that mm-hmm. profiling. And he used that as a framing device to often have these one-off issues where it's like, these are their profiles. So a lot of them are called, like, rogue profiles, you know? One of, one of the things I thought, like, when I saw Hunter's Almond, it was at first I'm like, okay, either, like, they're completely okay with him just being Zoom for a little bit of something... But then I was like, okay, this is probably in between them, which makes the Hunter Zalman profile of him becoming Zoom a lot more cooler. If these are the episodes you get in between where it's like, what's everyone's origin? And then Zalman at the end is like, listen to my origin. Because then you're like, oh shit, he's going to become a villain. Yeah, so like in this in this trade, for example, the rogues trade, there's the Grodd issue. There's that first peekaboo story that we talked about. There's the story of the... Um, the radioactive man, whatever his name is, Fallout, like, going to visit his family. So, like, he was doing a lot of these one-off villain spotlight issues. Mm-hmm. So it opens with Captain Cold breaking into a building with his ice gun, just, like, beating the hell out of people. And it's like, I vandalize, I assault, I steal. That's what I do. Do I murder? Do I murder? Sometimes, but only under two sets of circumstances. One, if it's kill or be killed. And two, if I'm after good old-fashioned vengeance. Payback, eye for an eye. Today's payback day. Today, I'm on the hunt. Today, I'm a murderer. And, and this is kind of like the lobby scene from Matrix, where you just yes. guns, guns, guns blazing and freezing everyone. But, <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I mean, it's, if it's like that scene in that he's in a lobby. <laughs> I know, but, he, but like... It, like, uh, like it, these scenes are a lot of these origin stories are to show how badass the rogues are. Yeah, and yes. it's like it just Captain Cold sticking the, the shit out of people. And the style is always this like narration heavy, mm-hmm. uh, self reflection of the character being like, "How did I get to where I am?" You're mm-hmm. probably wondering how I got that. in this situation, right? Yeah, and like <laughs> it's it's a scene of yeah, it's always starting with the scene of them kicking ass, uh, and then it goes back to the, like their fucked up childhood almost always. Yes, and yes. this is one of those always. things that I was like, I actually really liked reading these. I'm like, yes. these are really cool. But at the same time, what kept playing in my head was us making fun of how right? they rebooted all these heroes, <laughs> where they're like, uh, he was a, me- a, a guy who played with yo-yos, but now he burned <laughs> his family alive, killed his sister. It's like, yeah. you know, they, they do a lot of that where yeah. they, these are obviously characters that were not dark, just based on their outfits and powers. Yeah. And then they're all from very abusive households. They... Murder their family. They, they all have a tragic backstory, I would yeah. say, or they they all have some misfortune that is visited upon them that kind of pushes them down this right. path. That, that's that's why actually that's actually why I, uh, I don't like uh, these particular origin stories that much because I don't think it, it it gels that that dichotomy uh, well enough of the the goofy costumes and the very dark like overly overly dark backstories. Mm. Uh, and that, and I don't feel it connects their superior like uh their superior theme to their backstories well enough. Like Captain Cold, the only cold part of his backstory is his his grandpa owned an ice cream truck and uh his dad beat him so he had to learn to be cold on the inside. I kind of like the more subtle touch of that though, rather than just I was frozen in an ice cave and then I yeah. yeah but I don't view it as a subtle touch though because it is very over the top. Like in. in his oh. backstory: His dad is a complete, a fucking hopelessly, hopeless drunk. He breaks his mom's wrist. He's ab- he's abusive to Captain Cold. Yeah, and he's abusive yeah, he, to he Captain that, Cold's he little says, sister. He says, "Dad, I love you, Dad." And like that's only the only like he interrupts his dad beating the shit out of his mom to say that just so they can set up the scene where Dad says, "You can't love me. Can't love anyone." It, it felt I I don't think it's, it's that's the problem. I don't think it's subtle. It's, it's subtle okay. enough to ha- like I don't think it's subtle, but it doesn't it doesn't. 
uh, it's not too it's not it's not blunt enough to have like the demons be obvious but it's not subtle it's not really subtle at all in terms of like what, what events are happening yeah, so the yeah. thing that i really like specifically about the captain cold issue is like like Sly was saying like the the main first scene that we have and it's not like he doesn't interrupt his his dad beating his mom what happens is it says that, his mom leaves he, he doesn't inter- his mom leaves and then he says i love you like if you're like okay hold on hold on if you're, if you're a kid you're not gonna when you when your dad just broke your mom's <laughs> wrist you're not gonna you're gonna fucking hide you're not gonna come to him and say dad i love you dad after right after that you're, well that's, not, that's, not after he does this to you so, I know, like, the, I didn't, it seems like it's the first time he ever experiences or something, but it, it, it just feels like in one page he needed to get through all these points about Captain Cold's backstory. So, yeah, I, I take it more as, like, vignettes of different moments, yeah. personally. I didn't mm-hmm. take it as, like, immediately, and it's I think it's supposed to be a direct dichotomy where they he's say... Drinking the same, he's drinking the same vodka that he was drinking as he was yelling at the wife. But I mean, they're, all over the, they're all over everywhere. I think he's just... I mean, not, not, not on this first page, like, I... I, I I side with Sly on at least the first page. It's all like the same series of events. Because at the very last panel, it's the mom still running away after she said, I hate you, which oh, prompts the son to say, Dad, I love you. And then the dad's like, never And, he, and even, if, even if that wasn't there, uh, the fact that they have, the, they have the, these are very purposely colored. So like, uh, like so to, to jump time jump without having any clear time jump, that would still be a flaw for me. Okay, so it's not a time jump. I was I was wrong. I misread it. Okay. But anyway, so I think Daryl hit it there. Where the, the things I just want to mention that we're skipping over is that the, his father was a cop that was on disability because he was taken off after, at a routine traffic stop. There was a mishap and his dad's partner was killed and he was shot in the arm. And it was later revealed that his father was drunk. He was drunk on the job at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's why they... they kicked him off the force i like this setup a lot for captain cold because captain cold is basically a gang leader like the rogues are just like this gang and he establishes that like he hates cops which he mentions a few different times and he also hates the like irresponsibility of the like drunk on the job doesn't take the job seriously and Mm. i think what daryl mentioned i I really like is that the mom is like i hate you and he says well dad i i love you like i'm not gonna run away because he's like i think he's eight at the time or something like that Mm -hmm. and that's when the dad like beats the hell out of him and he's like don't tell anybody that like don't you know and i feel like having this like drunk washed out cop like abusive figure that to me makes it works with the characterization of this gang leader that's taking in other rogues that have these fucked up childhoods like that. That really works for me on why they would want to work within their own moral code, their own like lawful evil code, but still hate the system that establishes them because like he's the victim of an of this like this cop was drunk and got somebody killed and he's still on full disability. You know, like he's it's not like it's the system that fucks over this family and mm-hmm. and i i like i like that as motivation for the leader of a gang of supervillains. I, I agree and i think i, I was the, thinking that that is the dad is cartoonishly uh evil though like uh, is, i don't know a cop that beats his family is not a cartoonish thing it's a thing that happens all the time i, I know no but there there is no like and this this is this is like uh cops do beat the family and there there is that's why i i that's why i praise the ultimate abuse stuff and i'm, and I'm criticizing this because uh, even in the most fucked up family, you have fucked up love relationships going on there, mm-hmm. and this is a problem with the truncated storytelling. That's why it doesn't work for me at all to like to tell this in such a fast way. It makes it makes it makes it feel less impactful for me because it feels less believable to me to sh- to have. And if if you didn't say that I love you, Dad, you wouldn't have that dichotomy of and the, fa- the fact that Dad and there's no there's no signs of the Dad ever showing any compassion even before even before or after. I mean, I don't story. understand why the Dad has to. Some people don't. 
Yeah, some people are just really fucked up and just alcoholics. Yeah, I, 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 I know that, uh, yeah. but uh, uh, I'm, when I say love, I don't mean he had the dad to show it to his son. I'm, I'm saying that uh, the, the dad can be fucked up, but like, there's usually a reason why he would stay. And that one line, I love you, dad, that like, fills that whole entire gap for me and explaining why. I mean, he stays because he's eight. Yeah. I know, but no, but then he leaves. Then he then he then he leaves. Why is this? He leaves. When he, goes he leaves when he's old enough to leave. Yeah. Like, but then, like, why doesn't he go like go to police? Right? I mean, I mean, he I was mean, a cop. I also, uh, he, yeah, that that's a good point too. I also think that you're just looking for more reasons to be like that. This is kind of unbelievable, rather than just like you wish this was more fleshed out, rather than just summarizing yes. three pages. The, the best way to uh, to make feelings now that I, I think about it. This feels like this feels like a classic Golden Age origin story where, uh, in, in like one page, B- Batman a bat will fly to his window, and, and Batman will say, "Oh, a bat! That's why I'll become Batman." Uh, and that never felt satisfying for me as an origin story, mm-hmm. and this doesn't feel as satisfying the same way because it feels too fast for me. So to anyway, really... yeah. Uh, on the next page. So anyway, I'm explaining my my feelings. Ryan's like, anyway, fuck you. Sorry. No, uh, in direct contrast to what Sly's saying about the lack of love in this family dynamic, on the next page we meet his grandfather, who does show a lot of affection and actually stands up for the kids and is a positive role model in their life and is one of the reasons why they don't leave right away. Mm-hmm. And he takes no, he... but he says after the, he says that the grandpa dies anyway. Yeah, he dies at yeah. twelve. When he yeah. when Captain Cold turns twelve, yeah, and then and he... and, and, and they, 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 they like and again since they don't they don't explain the dynamic here he just comes in and beats the shit out of his son and he takes him for he takes the kids for the rest of the day but they don't really explain like why he doesn't do much more to fucking clean up his son I mean anything. they do and, they and say it's... they say with his ailing health I guess he didn't think there was much he could do other than this just mm. beat the beat the shit out of his son and just, like why couldn't he adopt the, the kids at least because he was dying. he was dying because he but dies guess... like he dies like three years later. I don't know. This is a, this, this house is this this this, this, what, this what I'm talking about because this house is uh, completely fucked up. It's a trailer park like house. The, <laughs> uh-huh. All dishes are undone. The wife just ran out. Immediately just ran out five seconds ago for arm broken. Like even if you're dying, I think but, you'll try to least find some kind of effort to at least find a better home. Yeah, I it's mean, like it's like for me, I don't disagree with like that. There is that kind of like uh, the the little bit of dissonance there where it's like this guy is really good, but like he doesn't get them out. But again, this stuff is so briefly glossed over. Like the grandpa is introduced on the same page, he dies. So I'm not like too worried about the mechanics of it. That's why I don't like it because it is too fast. Like, yeah. so it feels like whenever me and Ryan uh, say like, "Oh, this character goes on to be a drug dealer," and it's really cool. This is what these origin stories feel like to me. Like this feels like uh, the comic reading the comic equivalent of us saying that to you guys. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I find like this this dynamic of like we are poor and stuck in this like shitty environment and this cycle of violence and like the small people that we have that are helping us even they are like still like they they can't do enough because like he delivers ice. It's not like he has enough money for like any sort of legal process to like adopt these kids just for him to immediately die. Like, I don't know this feel, this reads true to me of like people that are stuck in shitty situations that like can't, they don't have the agency to get out themselves. Hmm. Like if this guy was like super rich and was like, like coming in to save the day, it would be, I think a little different, but I don't know. Like I see, Houses like this every day. It, I think it'd be more interesting. I, I I just think it'd be much more fleshed out. Yeah, uh, you're, you're just on opposite ends where Ryan buys into stories like quicker, whereas I think you want that more long term payoff. And I just this reads really really realistic to me. Like I see family dynamics in houses like this literally every single day at my job, and mm-hmm. like I this 
it's not that easy to just like go somewhere better or have somebody save yeah, you. Yeah, it's like how they mentioned in the beginning where it's like the mom kept coming back and it's really easy to look and be like, well, why'd she keep coming back if he's so abusive? But it's like you're not in a position to really judge what it's but like. That's why, I, that's why I praise Ultimates because Ultimates... This is just, I'm, I'm, I'm the weird guy who likes origin stories, so that's why I praised Ultimates because Ultimates I felt showed both dynamics of uh, abuse. But this, this is two pages of a, of a comic too, and I feel like it's not enough to really. Um, it, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel uh, punchy enough to to be this brief, and it doesn't feel um, it doesn't it doesn't feel clever enough to explain Captain Cold's backstory for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't agree, but I said why. I know. So we, 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 I'm just giving my thoughts out yeah. there, and we can. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. So, so and, the main... and then just, yeah, just to uh, aside from Heat Wave, I feel about this wave for most of the villains going forward. Just okay. so I, I don't have to repeat this every every time. Yeah. Okay. So one thing uh, I liked about them was uh, <laughs> that, regardless of the specific origins, because I was kind of thinking about what we were talking about. How this is a very dark. They all have very dark backstories to become like you know. The mirror master and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like just their 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 goofy ish personas. But mm-hmm. I was also thinking, like it, it's first of all, it's a way for them to like kind of channel their either neuroses or trauma or whatever. Yeah. And second, like yeah, it's weird to me to like put on a goofy eye goggles and go sh- freeze people. But in a world where supervillains do exist, I think many people actually would channel that that way because yeah. it's not actually out of. In this world, it's not weird to put on a cape and, like... Especially as a manifestation of a lost childhood. I feel like dressing up and playing supervillain makes sense to me. Plus, again, the superheroes are doing the same thing. So you get to see these people lauded and appreciated by society dressing up in spandex. And I always looked at the the rogues' uniforms as an extension of, like, gang colors. Of, like, they do this intentionally to identify and, like, to... Like, I think later on in the issue, Captain Cold talks about how he did it to get the attention of the Flash, because the Flash was this authority figure that he wanted to beat up, because he couldn't beat up his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But meanwhile, while we're but getting it, these... It's interesting, it's interesting that this is... This is because, like, there's interesting stuff that takes people out of it, because a bad origin story takes me out of it more than anything else. But, yeah. uh, like, I, I'm comparing this to Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze, I think, does it perfectly. It connects his suit directly to his backstory. Uh, and it connects a very blunt, uh, cold, uh, cold theme throughout, obviously, and uh, a grander than life scale. And obviously, it's not what this is going for. But yeah, I don't want the rogues to be like that for the most yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, but these are but, gadgets but, that they use at work. They're not like I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying yes, I know it's not that, right? I'm saying that. I'm saying, but I'm saying it, it doesn't. Uh, then, then I would like to go in the opposite direction, go completely gritty, and not have the colorful costumes. But it's trying to have both ways. It doesn't connect. It's it's what we like, like, when you brought up when you brought up the the um, missing childhood. If that had been mentioned, I would be like, okay, I buy it. But uh, but it, that's not mentioned at all. It doesn't feel like it makes sense why he puts on a colorful costume for me. I think it gets back to again what we had mentioned earlier about the other Flash stuff, where it's about like Flash straddling that line between both the campiness and the grit of real life, where you got this guy dressing up in this costume, but at the same time having an abusive alcoholic father. And it's whether or not you buy into, like, you like those being, like, blended together, kind of like Ryan does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, while we're getting the backstory, we're getting cuts of Captain Cold's, like, current, the in media res mission, like we said, where the main thing was earlier in Flash, during Mark Wade's run, this, this like, wannabe Captain Cold named Chill Blaine showed up and killed Captain Cold's sister, who oh, was also... Chill Blaine. <laughs> yeah, was also part of... Like, in all the backstory stuff you have, like, him and his sister, you know, trying to be there for each other, and then he leaves, and basically, like, 
goes to join like some criminals or whatever. And he leaves her behind because she's younger with her dad. And she's like, I want to come with you. And he's like, no, you shouldn't get involved with these people. But like, you know, you have a passion for ice skating. Do that instead. And Mm -hmm. he basically like he says, like, I wanted to believe that she'd be fine. I convinced myself maybe if I was out of the picture, my dad would change. But really, people don't change. And like the and then it shows like his first job. They had these silly glasses that, uh, you know, stopped the glare from gunfire and had police vans in them. And he said like his first bank robbery, he was just a guy in like, you know, a bunch of goons. And they didn't even know what happened. They got caught by the flash and it was just a blur and they were just there. Had I known Barry Allen was really a cop, I would have hated him even more. I like that line. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I, I like I think that's really cool. And while he's in prison, he's doing lots of research and he's like, you know, I was pretty smart, but, you know, society like didn't give a shit about me. So he invents this cold gun and then they do a bunch of like sci-fi bullshit about like cyclotrons or whatever. Yeah. And, and yeah, in prison, he's able to figure out how to make a cold gun with <laughs> I mean, in the DC universe, you have to buy that some people could come up with these things. Like, it's just, it's, uh, to yeah. me, it's always crazy that like everyone's an engine, a weapons engineer. Like, yeah. it's one of those things. Like, until until this point in the story, it was a, a completely like a realistic story. Then all of a sudden, he's like, I can create a cold one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's one of those things that like, because the like the the original Mirror Master just found his tech in the '60s, and like, if in the Silver Age, Captain Cold made it, I would. If people were, like, huge Captain Cold fans, I feel like it would do a disservice to the character and be like, actually, he didn't make it. He just found it. Like, I think, like, if people like that the villain came up with their own tech instead of just being gifted, like, with this, like, magic power. But it's impressive to be able to reverse engineer this tech, right? Mm -hmm. It would still be really impressive. Uh, If you're trying to make him a blue-collar criminal, it would still be really, really impressive to make him a, a criminal reverse engineer this tech. Well, I mean, and he I, did steal the blueprints for the weapons, so it is that. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, but it's like, but it's like he's still, he's, but, but, but still different than he finds like a piece of equipment and reverses it. That, that's what was in the Flash TV show, and I think that works better. Yeah, where, but I mean, he, like he, he stole the blueprints and just came up with the way to power it. But having blueprints is so much more different than actually creating a device from from scratch. Like it is having a working prototype in your hands. Like it's so different. Yeah, no, I understand that, but I don't like necessarily get why that has to be what happened. I know, but it just, it just again. It's a minor it's hurting, detail. It's hurting the blue blue collar feel for me to make him that smart mm-hmm. in prison. Okay, so at this point, then it like is fast forwarding through a lot that like he fought the Flash a lot and he teamed up with the Rogues and. He, at at one point now it's it's fast forwarding ahead to like the 70s when golden glider which was his sister became a rogue as well that she was dating the top and she also wanted she, she was looking for revenge like at the system just like him and we get like some nice moments where captain cold is like i'm, I'm sorry i left and she's like but we're out now that's all that matters like we're safe we're away from him and they then they talk about like after barry died wally became the flash and they kind of didn't care as much about being in the game. They turned good. They were bounty hunters. And this is what I was talking about, like, in the 90s when the rogues weren't really villains. They were just kind of, like, there that would pop up every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And then he mentions where Chilblaine kills his sister. And now he's here where Chilblaine is just some hired muscle for some mob boss. The candy man. Yeah. Because <laughs> he sells drugs. Yeah. And they he has, like, a bunch of goons with guns. And they're like, shoot him. And Captain Cold's like, listen... I, and he does, like, this whole thing, like, I set up a cold field, and, like, you can't really tell yeah. if he's bluffing. 
And he yeah, kills like I, I fight someone fast, like fast, faster than light every day. You think I can like you? Your Which is a very convincing argument. I'm like, yeah. if, if you can fight the Flash, I'm like, you, I would not fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> and he one way he does it. He uh, he brings this up multiple times throughout these stories. He can make like a cold wave around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, using like a low frequency where it just yeah. slows down the Flash because his because Captain Cold Soul thing is based around absolute zero. Where if he could slow matter down to a certain level, it'll give him an advantage. And that I think is a cool way to counter the flash because then we're like well why doesn't he just run so fast do this this just sets up a vague he has to run slower yeah he, I mean, he's better than the turtle <laughs> yeah that's for sure how dare you so he does this <laughs> big turtle fan over here <laughs> so captain cold does this this blustery speech and ba- and he's like i'm not here for business i don't like that you're selling drugs but like i'm not here to bust up your whole racket this is personal give me 15 minutes to take care of this guy and then you could just be on your way and He's like, your, your, your move, Candyman. And he's like, fine. And Chilblain's like, I, I could take him. And he, like, makes some dumb pun. He's like, you're an absolute zero. And Captain mm-hmm. Cold's, like... Chilblane keeps making... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like... Do we discuss that Chilblane's, like, a, probably a 90s villain? Yeah, he definitely is a 90s villain. He's got pouches <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Oh, my so, God, like, he, he probably does. Was, like, a 90s update. He probably was, like, a 90s update to Captain Cold, yeah. assuming. He's and he's, like, very much like, oh, you're absolute zero. And Captain Cold says, like, I got I grew out of those cold puns a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. You use that gun like a child. You have bad aim. And they, like, and Captain Cold just, like, throws him through a window. And it's very much like a street brawl type fight, not a real supervillain fight. Mm-hmm. And Captain Cold then freezes him. And he's like, I bathed you in a wide beam, froze your skin. Your insides are still nice and warm. You could feel, but I want you to feel this. So he then takes his frozen body and just throws it off the balcony. And just and makes it. ice spikes to impale him on it. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. makes the ice spikes to impale him on so he can feel himself die but can't do anything about yeah. it. Yeah. And then it cuts back to Captain Cold's apartment where it looks just like his childhood home. And it's just like this shit everywhere. And it's a mess. And there's just empty bottles of like liquor all over the place. And Angie, who is his personal sex worker that he mentions regularly, he uh, she's there for his usual Wednesday date, and he turns her down. He's like, I'm not really feeling it, but pays her anyway. And he just, like, is sitting there looking at a uh, picture of his sister, and his inner monologue is like, I thought if I avenged her, I would feel better, and I would, like, you know, get over this, but it's... it's not. I'm not always so cold, and he's just crying looking at the picture. Mm -hmm. And that is Flash 182. Captain Cold's backstory. We got three backstories to go. Yes. Next, we have... Pipe Piper! Death follows the Piper. <laughs> so uh, this issue, I wasn't sure if I should include it because it's more setting up the modern Pied Piper status quo, but it gets mentioned enough that I think it was worth it. I'm glad you kept it. Is the one of the other ones you're thinking of including Weather Wizard at all? Because they mentioned him at the Weather end. Wizard actually doesn't really get one. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. The, the most we get is in the miniseries at the end. Because they're yeah, like, he's that's... trying to avenge his brother, and I'm like, I guess that's a whole backstory we did. Well, he's get. not trying to, he, he fucking murdered him. Oh, yeah, him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> avenge him by stopping the murder, him. <laughs> and, and, and I want to scratch uh, what I said before, because I don't mind, uh, uh, I don't mind this backstory that much either. I think it, it, it actually ties in a yeah, lot. For me, Sly, this and Heat Wave were my favorites, too. I, yeah. the Captain Cold one was okay for me. It's one of those where, again, like, I couldn't get it out of my head, the, the Phil thing, where it's like, this guy looks goofy, but he has, like, really tragic backstory. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, the more kind of, like, sympathetic a villain almost becomes, even though Heatwave's not, like, super sympathetic, but he's, like, a very different than just, like, you know, my dad was an abusive cop, which I think it strikes, like, closer resonance with Ryan than me. 
the fact that you you said like I know kids like this at my job kind of a yeah, thing. Yeah. I more pulled it because like having the gang like the members of this gang come from like a lot of it is like like a lot of Captain Cold stuff that, that I really liked about it was more his like that he was stuck in the cycle of poverty and violence where they were just like everyone is like everyone was drinking and then he turns to alcohol and like I find that mm-hmm. to be compelling but i do agree that i like all the other ones more than the captain cold one i just think mm. the captain cold one is also good all hmm. right mm. uh, so the pipe piper one is uh ryan says part of the gang but this is still like when he was like trying to be a good guy yeah uh but he like was framed by mirror master uh for killing uh, people who thought he killed his parents mm-hmm. so he being chased by fbi so he breaks into mirror master's a dick <laughs> yeah yeah uh mirror master's my least favorite rogue by like a oh movie. i love him i love I him thought so he was the, very interesting uh, <laughs> I, li- I like the i like the older one the classic one he's, you just hate like a... you just hate everything grant morrison does like because he created <laughs> yeah. evan mcculloch <laughs> of course he fucking did uh, most uh, irish guy fucking around okay. scottish <laughs> scottish he's scottish, scottish they're whatever. very different <laughs> this this so different um, <laughs> all right so um i'm gonna have people fucking say oh, they are you fucking cultural um, fucking polish and ukraine it's like polish and ukraine fucking my dick okay all right i can okay so uh he breaks it pipe Piper breaks into the uh, tricksters yeah because the uh, tricksters the, we mentioned this last time but the trickster is an fbi agent and piper yes, basically uh, comes to him to be like can you help me i was framed for this i was shocked <laughs> by the fact that this the this other supervillain was an fbi agent now <laughs> And th- this this other trickster we had mentioned the trickster in the last episode. This is the, That's the younger one. one. This not is the, the kid, original not one. The yeah, yeah. Right. And he had been he'd been clean and good for like a while at this point. Mm-hmm. Since like Mark Wade, right? Yeah. Since like way, I think like I don't think he'd been like a villain since like the early nineties. Yeah. So the trickster and him fight because uh, uh, trickster wants to bring him in. Uh, Pipe Piper shows off his abilities, uh, making a bunch of rats come in and swarm the, tr- the trickster. Yeah, he can control and, rats with his music, like, you know, a Pied Piper. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then uh, guys trying to come in to try to help Pi- uh, uh, Trickster, some other agents, and Pipe Piper uses his Pipe Piper just to uh, uh, mic control them. They knock each other. Some, yeah, at first out. they look like they're going to shoot each other, and then the Trickster's like, no, don't do it. They have families. And he's like, Piper just makes them knock each other out. And he's, he's like, like I, I never kill. killed anyone. Yeah, I don't kill. I have a strict no killing code. And so then, uh, Piper is like, I gotta, uh, uh, I think get your help, but fuck this, and he leaves. I mean, the main thing that he says that, that I really like that ties into a lot of the stuff we are talking about last time is Jesse, the trickster, asks him, if you're innocent, why are you running? And he's like, what happened to me inside those walls, they'll send me back, back to Iron Heights. It's a horrible place. I won't go back, ever. And like, to me, this like directly appeals to me where it's like, hey, harsh punishment doesn't deter crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, tricks, so Pi Piper leaves, but Trickster put a tracking device on him. So Pi Piper goes back into the sewers, and this is where he starts having his flashbacks, yeah. the cold style. He was like a, he actually came from wealth, so he's a very privileged kid, mm-hmm. and, but yeah. his parents didn't love him. Like, nothing didn't love him. They part, didn't part show of, him appreciation. He, he was, he, he, yeah. they, were, they were like perfectionist, and he was an imperfect child because he was, he was deaf. Yeah. yeah, but then they, they gave him like an inst like they. Hey, did you guys catch who the doctor was? It's, yeah, it's Will Magnus from Fifty Two. I, I, I caught that. It. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. They just offhandedly mention it. But yeah, they give him like this super hearing aid. Yeah, and so um, uh, this is like an, it's, it's interesting concepts because uh, like he he like that make it shows like his appreciation for music uh, after after he he was deaf for like his entire childhood. Mm-hmm. If I gets it, but also like 
he he's not abused by his parents, but they don't really love. They're him neglectful. Either. They're kind of like a little. They're yeah. like neglectful. Yeah. They also they're just not like supportive parents because it's like he tries playing music too because he loves it so much, but he's not like a good player of music, mm-hmm. and his parents just want him to be one way to be like a rich person, a rich egalitarian, yeah. and he's and, not this and even at school and, and even school he's people are like fuck that fucking they're like he's it. a weirdo yeah, yeah they just think he's it. weird yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's why when he when he, when he like discovers the power of his super sonic music that can control people he's like now i feel power for first well time. even before and, that he uh, the he has to go on his own because he comes out as gay and his parents oh yes basically oh, yeah, kick him out of the house or Piper's it's it's it's, it's not clear if they kick him out or he just leaves but he says it doesn't go over very well yeah. so he says like they didn't he says like they didn't like him that much beforehand and it didn't help yeah, when I came out of the closet. Yeah. yeah. And and that's when he, because of his heightened hearing, he's trying to invent a flute with a higher range and better reverb, but instead he invents his mind like control. his mind-controlled flutes. <laughs> and so uh, he joined up the rogues in his backstory, but then eventually when Barry Allen died, he's like, uh, he, he had a, it was a wake-up call. And, he's, and he I really like the, the little touches they have. Like, they, they have just one panel of Hartley, the, the Piper, with the rogues. And Captain Cold's like, hey, can the personal chatter, kid. We're here to play cards, not swap life stories. And they're all sitting there playing poker. And It's him just and, like when he's in college and stuff, when he's, like, yeah. trying to talk to people. And they're all, like, he's off to the side kind of by himself. Yeah. And, and I like that it's him and the trickster off to the side. Because it's like, they're the ones that go good, see? Mm-hmm. It's like little things like that in the panel layouts that I, I just I really like. Uh, so then we cut uh, we cut to uh, Heatway for the first time. He's taking down a bunch of uh, criminals uh, who are uh, robbing a truck or something. Yeah. yeah, he smacks them with a heat gun, and he he has a heat gun that shoots fire. That's his thing. He's like the opposite Captain Cold. Yeah, yeah. that's like a, a running theme, like him and the, uh, fire and ice. And yeah. People do get along. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but he's pretty much fire, he, uh, Captain Cold. He's like, yeah. He's like, and, and so I guess to feel that dichotomy, he became a good guy too. And he's, he's working for the FBI as well. And mm-hmm. uh, Piper meets up with him, uh, tries to ask for his help now. Yeah, and then he says, like, uh, just go to Wally West. He's a good man. He'll make sure to help you. And Piper hasn't been doing it because it's like the most risky person mm-hmm. to go to. Because there's probably people watching him. And then uh, Trickster breaks in and it's like, I got a proposition that we never find out. Because that's the end of, like, basically this issue. Yeah, yeah. and then it comes yeah. to story stuff where a giant monster attacks the city. Yeah. But at least, I mean, yeah, it's, that's, we don't have to get into that. But we do get a scene of Wally talking to Hunter about, like, mm-hmm. they're talking to the Trickster about, like, what do they think their motivations are. And it's just like, this is, I, I'm glad that there was one page of, like, what I was talking about last time, like, see, Wally and Hunter were, like, friends, and he was a regular, he would pop up in a lot of issues like this. Yeah, that you'd need to, yeah. like, talk to him to learn about the motivations. Yeah. And, and, and I know we always shit on, like, the, the story interjections. Uh, that's one reason why I do like this story, mm-hmm. because uh, it has a forward momentum throughout, because you, you want to see where Pipe Piper goes to yeah. try and clear his name. So, and it, I think it helps to have that in, uh, on top of the backstory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we get to our next backstory, issue 212 is around the mirror master yeah. a guy that uses mirrors how could that be cool you ask well yeah, it's pretty cool so uh it's all about like light manipulation and stuff it's, so his his power i'm just gonna say i i kind of hated it throughout because i'm like you can just do and like yes his is so the most magic crazy yeah, yeah. one yeah because he's like basically as long as there's like a reflective surface he can like go in it in it out of it he plays like 
puts people games in it. where it's like, yeah, he puts people in it where it's like, hi, you thought I was over here, but I'm over here. I turned your partner into a mirror, and now you killed him by breaking that mirror. Yeah, so and so and, and that's the important thing for me. They they keep saying like, uh, talk about who makes a real rogue, who doesn't. Um, and Captain Cold has like a cold, like uh, avoid killing us. You have to. Mirror Master doesn't give a fuck. He just kills whoever. He is uh, the most evil of the ones we read. I yes, think. he is. He's a mercenary. Uh, yeah, he. Sorry, like, but like, it's it's, a, it's really annoying because later on it gets into question. Like when when Trickster, the, the kid Trickster shows up, they're like, he's not a real rogue. He doesn't have the same values as us. Like he doesn't Mirror Master. Fuck off. <laughs> like, like, uh, the thing about Captain Cold is he's always okay with killing cops, and these guys are all cops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the thing is, like, the he, thing doesn't, with Cold, he doesn't I know, say like, that in his narration. Yeah, he that's say a, that's. But that's a big thing to murder cops specifically. <laughs> uh, I mean, the thing is, it's like part of what I like about the rogues, and it is what we get to. I think is that they say in I don't remember how explicit it is, but in the in the final miniseries we're going to talk about is Captain Cold. A lot of times, and a lot of the rogues are kind of full of shit a lot, that, where they yeah, like to yeah. play the moral high ground. Yeah. But they're full of shit, like they're assholes, and they do they break the rules all the time, and that is a recurring thing. It's. It's similar to how if you if you ever saw like they always were like I was doing the right thing I was helping people I was living by a code no one no no criminals are like I'm just scum they're always like I'm living by my own principles and these are important it just it, it just happens to be that you know I do this bad thing to get my you know whatever mm-hmm. that's probably like the that's probably like the main reason why I don't fundamentally uh, this fundamentally is not the kind of stories I would enjoy because it touches on an issue of comics I don't like which is uh, villain worshipping and to make villains seem cool they always have to kill people so you have and since they're popular characters they stay on forever so you have just just these, these serial killers are basically going to stay around forever and never get any real comeuppance yeah it, it's always like the problem with making like trying to make your villains likable when they are murderers like the Harley Quinn situation where you're like isn't it so fun yeah. and it's like didn't she kill people I always like if Captain Cold like yeah. really had a no killing policy it would have worked but since he's a hypocrite I don't see I don't necessarily agree with that because, like, I don't think we're ever supposed to root for these people. But at but, all. but but they're never gonna get to come up because they're, they're popular characters. Oh, they're, they're basically gonna keep coming, and we are supposed to root for them a little bit because they are like sympathetic characters. But you could be, you could still understand why someone's behaving the way they do, and still don't think they should win, and you don't necessarily root for them. Like in all of John's run, the rogues always lose. Like I know, but they never, they never get permanently caught. It seems like the Joker. It's like, it's like the Joker scenario where it just, it's just, just because the nature of comics never ending. If you have the mm-hmm. villains keep keep escalating the, the scales and murdering people all the mm-hmm. time, it, it, I, I, that always just creates like. Um, that's when we talk about about uh, whether we should kill villains or not because. That goes beyond even reality because in reality, if you kill people, you will usually like rightfully or wrong, rightfully or wrongfully, uh, you will not live forever being with that type of lifestyle. But villains are because they live in superior story, so they're able to reflect the real world by by being murderers, but not able to reflect the real world by living a murderous, violent lifestyle, but never getting getting to come up for living that lifestyle. Mm. I mean, so how do you feel about the fact that like in his run, Johns does kill a few villains? I I, I like that, but I, I but you know you, okay. you know you can never kill Captain Cold like like do, yeah 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 I, I, no, I, I, I think I think I think Mirror Master likes me the most because Captain Cold at least tries to keep a cold while Mirror Master also like he like I feel like his relationship with his sister kind of like really pulls on the heartstrings whereas like Mirror Master doesn't he's have just that. a dickhead yeah. yeah but I mean yeah. he's also like he's kind of living a miserable life too as we'll see at the end yeah 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 I mean it's it's one of those things that like I definitely don't think you're wrong Sly like I I totally agree with that it's just I think for me like I like when villains are fleshed out and then like 
this reads fundamentally different than something like Nemesis to me, where mm. I feel like <laughs> something like that. No, but like for, for yeah, something like that, like I is. feel like the villain. I'm supposed to be like, what a cool guy. I want him to win. We're here. Like I do think these characters are pretty cool, but yeah. like I never get the feeling that Johns is writing it in a way that I'm like, I can't wait to see them beat the Flash. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. In the, the, the fair point, uh, I, I do get a sense that he he's setting these ones up so Flash can kick their ass later on. Yeah, 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 that is exactly what happened. Last thing I just yeah. wanted to add is I do agree. Like, Ryan, when you mentioned about, like, the hypocritical nature of um, Captain Cold, I'm like, that is exactly why I don't mind Mirror Master being here, e- Here, even if this dude is a murderer. And, like, again, he murdered the Pied Piper's parents. Like, this dude's mm-hmm. a piece of shit, but it's like Captain Cold's like, whatever. It's because the villains are, like, way more okay with being hypocrites. Whereas, like, we're more prone to, like, point it out in heroes. Yeah. Because they yeah. should be held to higher standards. Whereas, like, these guys mm-hmm. are murderers in the first place. Who cares? cares if like them they don't have consistent internal uh, yeah and when we get scenes when we get scenes of the rogues like hideouts and stuff captain cold never chastises mirror master for killing a bunch of people but he does punch him in the face because he's like you can't do drugs here (laughs) and it's like but it's like that's that kind of hypocrisy i think like rings true to the character for me where i'm like that's interesting where you have this moral code that is like you say that you follow these rules but it's really you just choose when to follow them. And I think, like, yeah. a lot of real-life villains mm-hmm. also have that problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a point of clarification, because since we get a lot of narration from Captain Cold specifically, and mm-hmm. uh, we're going to see them be hypocrites, but I wasn't sure, from my initial reading of it, I felt, it felt like writers fighting for control of these characters. But mm-hmm. the fact that Jeff Johns uh, uh, acknowledges it in some way makes yeah. it more okay, because what happens is... They do kill people uh, later on when we cover, but it was under different writers. And Jeff Johns tries to bring back the code a little bit, but if they're yeah. if they're if they're at least the entire time, it makes a bit more sense. I, I did yeah. feel iffy with. We'll get into it later, but I did feel iffy there too, where they're like, "We got to write this wrong." I'm like, "Do you? It's that you really yeah. concerned about this?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Mirror Master, they just like they always like we said, they always introduce him how like in in Media's race where they're fighting and he's killing fbi agents and he does turn one guy into a mirror and when he when the mirror breaks there's blood everywhere like yeah. it's yeah. crazy do you see that there's like the little layer of flesh underneath that little mirror sliver yeah. of his eye too Ugh. like he just turned him like 2d mirror master is one of those characters that i find his powers make no sense at all yes but they're so visually interesting to me yeah. that i'm like that's eh, fine I, like I I, they're so fun to watch yeah. Yeah. that i'm like it's whatever I, and and we do get a little narration that he's like some of us some of them say us rogues got the power to take over the world but we haven't got the brains to do it what they don't understand is it's not about brains right it's about want that's why i stick with the rogues they respect that they know i'm with the group for my own selfish reasons just like them and like I like that idea that he's like we don't care we just wanna we just want what what we want us. yeah yeah we want what we want and we all stick together to try to get what we, each yeah. of us what we want and in the traditional gang role Mirror Master's the getaway driver mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense uh, and then goes back to his childhood he was uh, raised in an orphanage in Scotland uh, and there was a kid in the orphanage who was a bigger kid and he would like grab the younger kids and lead them out to like the stream. And it's implied that he would rape them or sexually abuse yep. them somehow. Yeah. Um, and, and I, they, he even says like, you know, we, we always wanted to tell Miss McCulloch, the leader of the orphanage, but he said that they, he'd find their real parents and slice their throats. Then they'd never come back to get them. And he's like, kids that age believe all kinds of things. And yeah. I sure did. And like, that's so mm-hmm. real and sad to me. Like yeah. that these kids just like, believe that. Also I, the it's, 
I like that you can see the Scottish accent in all his narration, like, very distinctly. Yes. I'm like, I could hear it the whole time. He, Georgie grabs the, the bigger kid, grabs him one night, brings him down to the stream, and uh, he was scared, but then he says, I, my fear went away, and he grabs a rock, and he beats Georgie and actually drowns him in the river, and he's like, uh, you and know. You can see his reflection in the river, and it's like, oh, it's a powerful yeah. thing, that is. Wait, which yep. is, it, yeah. it has, like, this imagery, but... Um... I, again, I don't feel like I wish I wish he could connect a bit more. This is the closest it comes to fully connecting mm. the mirror stuff to his personality. No, he does it a lot. Like a couple, there's a, a lot of mirror stuff. He, he, he does the imagery, but, but like, but like specifically, like thematically, like this, like. I, I, well, but he also like he was just given this stuff from the government. I know, like, but I know, but like uh, he, later on to talk. I don't know if they bring it up here. I was reading just comments. You were talking about how Mirror Master. Has his own fantasy world inside the mirrors. I don't know if that's a thing or if that's pure interpretation Is of the that character. The Wonderland. Yeah. So like, uh, kind of. Like there's, there's, there's like all these potential interesting things here, but he, for most part, he's just a, a hitman who. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the point. Yeah, he's, is that he's like much. But like, they really become... touch upon, it and I feel like don't touch upon it at all, or make him fully like just a hitman. Well, but I, mm-hmm. no, but I think what Johns does is. Up until he becomes Mirror Master, it's just this more subtle imagery. And after he gets the powers, that's when he starts to delve more into the mirror stuff. Like, that's not part of his backstory, because he becomes Mirror Master arbitrarily. Because when the original one dies, the gear is just lying around. It's only after he becomes the powers that he gets the he gets the powers that it becomes... He delves into what that means. Yeah, but, then, but that's but then, after his backstory. But that makes the mirror imagery, like, pointless to me, then, before that, at that point, then. Like, it just seems like it's trying to be cool. It doesn't seem like it has a thematic purpose. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of it is facing himself. I, I think, That's like, like the... yeah, I, I, Ryan has a point there. I do feel like this was the kind of most tenuous, weakest connection to his powers out of the four, too. Yeah. Um, oh, we don't know what his powers are. He <laughs> does say, like we were just talking about before, that he still sends Miss McCullough a share from every job he pulls. And it's like, it's all anonymous, of course. Every Scotsman knows. You never do a good deed just to brag about it, do you? <laughs> uh, you just do it because it's right. And as he, as he's saying this, he's smiling over the drowned kid yeah. that he killed. Uh, but that, that to me, like, really works with the, like, I have a code. Right. But I'm really a piece of shit. <laughs> exactly. And then, so, basically, he just becomes, like, a, a hitman in Scotland. He's beating people. He's killing people. Um, yeah, he kills some more people in the real world in the meantime. Yep. Yeah, and then the FBI grabs him this, before the fbi grabs him he does oh, yes, right. a uh hit it's yeah. one more hit that he, he does and <laughs> he gets his eye scratched so he can't see fully but he's like i'll have to kill the guy anyway um and after he shoots him yeah he, he realizes his mistake yeah. and what had happened is when he was given to the orphanage he was given like in the cradle was a picture of just his uh birth parents Mm-hmm. And so he's had that on him the whole time, and then he takes out the picture and he realizes, I just shot my father. I was like, oh, that's a yeah. good twist. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, so you know, he watches the funeral from afar, and then he goes to see his mom to try to make things right. And uh, his mom actually killed herself because of the death of the dad. So he's like, well, I, I killed my parents. And then, he, like, again, he's staring into the mirror. Into the looking um, glass I went. Yep. Yeah. This is when the American government grabs him. And they're basically like... So this was the... Just this part is the origin that Grant Morrison gave him, where in his Animal Man run, right? Because a couple years prior, the original Mirror Master had died. And basically, the government, like, when they were making, like, the Suicide Squad, like, that era, they approached him and were like, we need you to 
not necessarily work straight up for like the CIA, but like, for example, Animal Man was like a big animal rights activist and they sent him to go like hassle him and convince him to not give the government such a hard time. So like more like the shady, shitty kind of things the yeah, government you does. You use supervillains for it so that you have plausible deniability. So it's like, oh, it wasn't the US government. It was the fucking Mirror Master again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. That's and like that, to me, that's a very like late 80s kind of like, government story that i i always really like yeah of just like the government is, just does a lot of shit would, stuff well i mean like it would we not have tried to use the mirror master against the russians in afghanistan like of course we would yeah. have. That's, yeah. Literally, yeah. that's literally the rhinos origin spider-man the russian the communists created a rhino suit and they put a guy in a rhino yeah suit. yeah i, I can't <laughs> the, imagine wait, the russians were this. responsible for rhino yes he's communist <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't imagine governments not doing this uh, yeah. to try to. I mean, it, it, everything changes with you have super fucking super villains and superheroes. But by um, the way, almost uh, when we get when next week we're going to get to Spider-Man a bit more. Almost every Spider-Man villain has ties to communism because Stanley fucking hates communism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, then, but then we get it. What would almost always happen if the government does that is once he has all the powers, he gets tired of having these like handlers and he traps them all in the mirror world. Right, yeah. and so Just he's like, like yeah, fuck this. Uh, and, and that's another thing so whenever he doesn't kill people he traps them into mirror hell pretty much mm-hmm. yeah yep. and so that's what yeah at the end here we see that he he's like our agent this is Je- James the trickster gets a a letter and it's uh, it's his agent is trapped in a mirror hell um, <laughs> and then we see him go back to the rogues hideout and he's like I got some plans tonight they're asking if he wants to play cards and this is when he goes into the bathroom it's like, it's I like, can I, use a mirror like a yeah. thousand different ways, can turn a man inside out, can cut a hole through a seven-foot wall of concrete, can make you see things from your fantasies or your nightmares. But, but it's everyone like, needs an escape, and he, yep. instead yeah. of going to, into the mirror, he uses the mirror to put cocaine on, and he's like, this is my Wonderland. I'm gonna I ain't ever leaving Wonderland. Yeah. So, like, uh, I remember when Ryan told me about this trade uh oh mirror master so edgy he snuggles coke off the mirror <laughs> and uh, i think it's awesome i i i, I would have liked to benefit his sort of coke off a mirror i like it would be more oh. sense if it was an alternative to the fucking mirror and the mirror was just this thing like this other thing like he just like you said like this costume just happened to inhabit but it's 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 it feels like he's trying to be clever but it's just weird <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like, like, from what we know about him, he's just, like, this asshole that always wants to get his, but then, like, he can't... Every time we see him looking at himself in the, in like, in his reflection, it's this, like... He has to, like, do, like, soul-searching, whether it's, like, oh, I liked murdering this boy, or, like, I didn't like murdering my parents. Mm. But when he says, they, he says, like, they laugh at us at me being the bloody mirror master, because they don't see, they don't look into the mirror with honesty at themselves. Everyone needs an escape. And he's saying, like... He likes being Mirror Master, but when he's Evan, he hates it, so he just goes into a coke stupor. I know, like, but, but, I don't he know. Should, but he should be a coke off a mirror. He should be like, I just snort coke alternatively to the mirror entirely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, people do coke off bathroom mirrors. Like, that is how most people do coke. <laughs> if, if, he has, <laughs> like, if he has that much of a version to being a Mirror Master, he would, why would he use a mirror so he can see his face? It doesn't have an aversion to being a Mirror Master. It, it doesn't matter because that, that, that was purposely, you can't say it doesn't matter when it's a purposeful right decision to make him He has that. an aversion to being Evan. I know, yeah, so why, why would he use a mirror? He would just snort coke normally. Because he loves mirrors. No, that is normal. <laughs> that is how people snort cocaine. But he specifically has an aversion to it. He has an aversion. That's a character trait that he's No, he to. doesn't he have just... an aversion to mirrors. He has an aversion to being himself. <laughs> but like, if he's just snorting coke, he's going to be looking back at himself after the mirror is done. Like, that seems very sloppy writing to me. 
That's why he does the coke. I know, so, but then so when he, he does, so himself. that he can face. I himself. know, but then he's gonna. Fit, he, 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 every line he moves, he sees more of himself in the coke. Like there's like a, there's a motif there. Yeah. Feeling. More of himself in the coke. He sees more of himself as the cocaine sets in. So the only time he can face himself is when he's high. All right, if that 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 makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish the story I wish the story like illustrate that imagery more. Like I, I wish the story illustrated that more imagery. Like like, like imagery. it had like a panel maybe of after he did the co- the coke like he was a blurry figure in the mirror. Exactly, so something like that. Like, okay. Yeah, I, like, I don't it, think that's wrong. Like I just feel like the imagery has such potential for that's why Mirror Master is like such a flawed character to me because it's such potential for great imagery. It just always yeah. comes a little bit short for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now so we are at. One. Yeah, issue of this. <laughs> issue 218, uh, Heat Waves backstory. Mm-hmm. And he's, he starts with being like, I'm not like other rogues. Um, I know I have I'm problems I've known since I'm a kid. I'm sick. And it's him like breaking into a house to investigate a murmur killing. Remember, murmur is the guy that sewed his mouth uh, shut. He's a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so his thing is that he's like, I'm a man who raises hell. It's what I do. It's what I've always done because I don't have a choice. And he explains that he was from like, you know, he lived on a small farm outside of town with his brother and grandma and his parents. And his dad showed him one night. He's like, look, it's like, here's a candle. He's holding his his hand out over it. And then he, heat waved, goes to put his hand out over it and just burns his hand. And his dad's like, Mick, are you okay? And it's like. I remember staring at the ceiling, wishing I could feel it again, wishing I could see it. He was like obsessed with it. And so, and part of the things that I like about this family dynamic is like, we've talked about previously, like how some villains, like some writers are always like all villains are just cause like their parents abuse them. And that's why. And like, yeah. I like that John's is grounding all of their psychoses in something related to childhood, but they all have different backgrounds where like Captain Cold had shitty parents, Hartley had like uh, Pied Piper had like neglectful parents. Evan had no parents. Heatwave has a loving family. I, I just realized. I just realized that's probably like a, I don't know. Was this before uh, Jeff Johns' run? Because it feels like a, a, a contrast to Captain Cold specifically. Uh, I mean, Captain Cold. This is all Jeff Johns. I know. So yeah. it seems like it seems like purposely contrasting. Captain Cold has sheep family. Uh, yeah. Uh, Heatwave had yeah. only family. Yeah, it's like I, Ryan I, said. They're trying to diversify it. I think that works really yeah. well. And, yeah. then, and then afterwards, he he goes downstairs, and he says, like, I was hungry and cold. I hated being cold. And he lights a candle, and he looks at, he lights a match, and he looks at the candle, but then he looks at the drapes, and he lights the drapes on fire, and then it just shows him outside the house, like, silhouetted by all the flames, and he says, I couldn't help myself. And they were trapped on the second floor, they're, like, screaming down for him to help, but then he looked at his father, and his father was just looking at him right in the eyes, wondering, it's like, why did you do this? And he says, I wanted to go help them. But I, I couldn't take his he couldn't take his eyes off the flames. So it shows like the flames. He says I wanted to get help. I loved my family. <laughs> yeah. So it shows like the flames in his pupils, and then as he's crying, he's like, I watched them all burn away, and I couldn't do a thing about it. So I was like, okay, this guy's like a, a hardcore addict. He even says it's like he saw therapists. He's he spent he half, half the money, money he stole in my career on therapists, which I enjoyed that touch too. And they labeled him an arsonist, but he's like, that's wrong. I'm a pyromaniac. I'm like right. I'm just obsessed. I don't, I don't with do it conscious, like on purpose. I cannot not burn things. Like he can't help himself. <laughs> yeah. it, it is interesting. That, that's why. That's why Dal says he may not be sympathetic. He's. The, I think he's the most sympathetic because uh, he literally has. Yeah, no, he is. He, he is. has. He has no reason. Not, he has no reason to do this. He just can't help himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like like and, and, and every time he's consciously doing anything, he's doing it like like here. Uh, in in the current day, he's like uh. uh he gets confronted by police, and he's and the police. Uh, she met a bad guy. And he just said he just he just 
uh, tells him to stay, lights a fire around to make them uh, not follow him, and he runs away. So whenever he's, mm-hmm. he's in conscious decision control himself, he tries to be a good character. A good character. He tries yeah. to be a FBI, a FBI agent and all this stuff, but he just has this spontaneous sickness he can't control. Yeah, I, th- I think mm-hmm. what gets harder for me to relate to, I mean, this could, you know, just like with the killing conversation, this could speak something deeper to my psychology and philosophy, where I'm just like the fact that he keeps falling for the fire again and again each time makes me lose sympathy for him where i'm like i i think this is terrible it's like how he goes to like school and he's all wrapped up in like um a winter gear because he again he just hates feeling cold everyone makes fun of him and at one point this one kid locks him in a when they go to a slaughterhouse he locks him in a meat freezer for an hour and it was just like hell for him and so what he did the next day is he lit that kid's house on fire and burned his family alive yeah it's one of those things that i feel like you i think it's intentionally supposed to like you're not supposed to be sure how you feel about it because it's like with a lot of like psychological disorders Mm -hmm. it's like it's not his fault but is it like it's hard for us as neurotypical people to like even like to even understand what it's like for him yeah and i i find that that's why heatwave is such an interesting character to me because like he's trying so hard to be a hero but how much credit can you give him when he still like murdered this kid's family you know like yep and even like he goes to join a circus as a fire breather and he has like a good life there but one day he's just like i'm gonna set the flex on fire and he murders the, all the thing kids. that I like about it is he's like, but one evening, one evening for no reason at all, yep. I turn everything back on, and I knew I had gotten worse because I took pictures this time. Yeah, and when he said I turn everything back on, I like that it's just him turning on the stove, and that's what triggers his reaction. He just keeps yeah. like turning it up higher, and then he burned it, and then he takes pictures, and then it's like a, a w- catastrophizing his problem even further. And he's like, I couldn't wait to see them, but when I did, I finally ripped them up. I ripped them up in disgust. I tried to forget what I was, what I had done. I like that there he's like, oh my god, it's like, it's getting worse. Yeah. This is just... And and I really love that it's not some big grandiose, like, it wasn't like a Flash case or a Batman case. It was just he was cooking. Like, at one time, it triggered him. Yeah, like, sometimes you don't need something, like, momentous yeah. to be like, oh no, my dad yeah. died, so I have to now resort to this. Sometimes you just yeah. get worse on your own. And then he he watches the TV, and he, saws, he sees an opportunity when they're like, look at this Captain Cold guy, a man who had mastered absolute zero, has escaped, and is at at large on the news and so he designed a heat gun and again this is the thing where everyone just has the ability to design these amazing <laughs> well, weapons he was he was a, a flame eater in a circus he has some training with like <laughs> fire. That's, a, that's a fair point but I, I i actually this makes this works better for me than, than captain colds because uh, he, uh, uh conceptually he weighs costumes is, is a direct correlation to his uh psychosis because he has to wear a, a flame proof costume he's not uh, yeah. uh, human torch. He has to wear a flame-proof t- costume. So and and like most uh, he resistant outfits usually look fucking goofy anyway. So it, is, it doesn't seem out of the ordinary that he put on his costume <laughs> to k- carry yeah. out fire crimes. And I like he says I was ready to commit crimes to burn buildings all in the name of robbery. The fire it wasn't an illness anymore. It was a gimmick. Yeah. And I like that he's like I don't care about the money. I'm doing this as just a way to make fire, and it's easier and to pretend to be a supervillain who wants to rob banks. Yeah, and that's why I liked him a bit more than the other ones, because I feel like it's it's easy, kind of, to give everyone, like, every villain a sympathetic backstory to be like, this is the way I am, and I failed, for, like, from the path of good because I was abused mm-hmm. as a child. Whereas, like, I like that this guy's, like, trying to, like, hide away from these problems by... do Like, th- this just struck me as... 
I don't want to say more realistic, but it's. I, I, I feel it feels more realistic to me. Well, I feel I, I feel mean, like this fits yeah. with the 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 style of Flash. There's also people who are have like totally happy, loving families that just are that end up being sociopaths or pyromaniacs. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I was thing. thinking, like so serial like, killers. A lot of times, like their yeah. kids don't know that the their father is a serial killer until like yeah. it comes out. Yeah, or like it's it reminds me of like Dexter a little bit here too, where he's like, yep. I'm gonna channel. He eventually is like, I'm gonna channel my my obsession with burning towards things that can help me instead mm-hmm. of just hurt me. Well, this is the I'm I'm really glad that we're having these conversations because the main reason I wanted to do this was to showcase that like the rogues are not a typical team of supervillains that are all just gimmicky powers and nothing else. Like they all mm-hmm. have distinct personalities and they function as a team, and I find that to be more like much more interesting than most supervillain rogues galleries. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that you guys are like have lots of different things to say about each one, even if some are more successful than others. Like the fact that we're having a full conversation about each member is like I think a success to the diversity of the cast. That is a good point. Uh, each one, they're uh, they're not all purely uh, one one type of villain. They're not, yeah, they're not all, all pushing the same type of style. Mm-hmm. And so it, it shows him fighting the Flash, and then he meets Captain Cold, and he's like, hey, I'm Heat Wave. And then he joins up with the rogues, and then it explains that he always, like, struggled against Captain Cold. And before this, they said, I got along with them all fairly well, even the elitist, the top. I'm like, I did not realize how common the top is, because they mentioned one more time where it's like the top was using the Weather Wizards brothers, like, hideout to, like, stage his stuff. Yeah, the main rogues <laughs> team was Captain Cold, Heat Wave, Pied Piper, Trickster, The Top, Weather Wizard, and Captain Boomerang. It's just funny that this guy that just spun around was like <laughs> an elitist. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me giggle. So yeah, Captain Cold, they have a fight because Captain Cold's like, uh, here's your share, but less 20% because I introduced you to the rogues. And Heat Wave throws it in his face. He's like, why don't you save it for Angie? Or better yet, your sister. And then they have a fist fight. Yeah, I'm just fighting words. And then uh, everyone has to, like, break them up. And then after that, like, after he'd gone into prison, it was cold and dark. And he realized, like, he should use his talents to help stop fires. So now he tries to be a good guy. And now this is when he joins the FBI. We get to see Murmur again. <laughs> again Phil's favorite character. My favorite character. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> his favorite character, too. I mean, the main thing here, Murmur, again, like before, is just like a plot device where... Heat waves like going to take him out, and mm. Captain Cold shows up and like saves him. And he's like, "You've hooked." And Heat waves like, "So that's it now. You hooked up with this kind of scum." And he lists all yeah, the edgy Cold, villains that uh, we hated last Captain time. Captain Cold comes to save Murmur, not Heat Wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very important yeah. point because because Heat Wave, Captain Cold, uh, so like he was a good guy, and Captain Cold hates him anyway. So he's yeah, and the, and this is this is the prologue to the story I was talking about last time, Rogue War, where Heat Wave's like this new breed of rogues are given given us a bad name, and Captain Cold's like, "I want nothing to do with them," but. I I don't want your kind in Keystone. He's like, you You guys are a bunch of sellouts. And basically he's like, you guys were one of us, but now you're cops. So mm-hmm. you're worse than these murderous scumbags, which like, I've heard lots of people yeah. say that like rats are worse than the people that they're mm-hmm. like ratting on. Yeah. And that's a common you know. mentality among criminals. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so Captain Cold like helps murmur escape, even though he doesn't like him. Cause like, there's nothing worse than that. And, then then Heatwave goes back to like a a bar, and they ask like the bartender asks him, "What would be lemonade and a shot of tequila?" And then he, the narration saying, "After all this, you understand, don't you? I'm not a bad person." And then he's looking at the matches again. 
of the like the the bar matches he says i'm not a villain and he lights up <laughs> lights the match and then again it shows a building burning down with him silhouetted walking yeah, away he burns down the, the irish bar he was at yeah i'm um, just sick and captain cold is gonna burn they're all gonna burn a slayer how can you tell if it's an irish bar or a scottish bar <laughs> i was just i was just saying uh, uh he's uh, he's going after mary mouse for this for this attack but no this <laughs> going after <laughs> but no this is like a, uh for me i do this chris starting he's back on his wagon again uh back on yeah. the bullshit yeah. he's back yeah. on his bullshit he fell off the wagon yeah yeah that's funny <laughs> so i included the next issue as kind of more of a recap setup issue this one's written by mark wade it's all flesh number one and i just want to recap what happens in the meantime jeff johnson's run ends and during infinite crisis which we read do you guys remember when wally ran into the speed force and then bart came back as an adult no <laughs> it doesn't matter but what happened was uh, during Infinite crisis when they took superboy to the to, yeah uh, they're pushing all the speedsters were pushing superboy at the speed of light, oh yeah, right? i do remember that yeah and then, so what happened all, all of them disappeared except for barb and jay they're the last ones left and Wally yeah. So Wally, Wally, and Linda and the kids, because he has he has the twins now, go into the Speed Force, and Bart comes back older, and DC's like Bart's the Flash now, and after eight issues, they're like nobody likes this, let's kill him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the classic comic book response and stuff. This isn't working. They gotta die. This issue when it came back, people were like, yeah, Flash is back to being in his prime, and Mark Wade. Oh, because like Wade's like, on it. Yeah, but yes. Mark Wade sees like six issues. Probably I could see he that. Yes. Well, it was, yeah, it was. He literally was like, they gave me the Flash and I still can't work for these fucking people. <laughs> but the, the, so the main thing is that when Mark Guggenheim, the second writer to write Bart series, he comes on on issue nine and they said, you could do whatever you want, but by issue 13, Bart has to die and the rogues have to kill him. <laughs> Mm. and they were like he was like why though that doesn't work and they're like that's the way it is <laughs> so cool. this so meanwhile at the same time in jeff johns as often is he's like coming to try to fix everything so in his just in his justice society run he's like you know what if they're killing bart i'm gonna have wally west come back so this issue picks up immediately after both of those things happened which happened simultaneously is that wally shows up getting pulled out of the speed force and bart gets killed it starts with Wally looking very pissed, and he's like, my name's Wally West, I'm the Flash, the fastest man alive, and I'm still too late. And he is just, he he's back, he's recapping, like, some of the stuff that I was just saying, and he's just recapping Bart, and he's like, I came back, you know, I figured I'd come back to check up on Bart, not to catch his killer. What, what I liked about reading this, it's just, it's just so funny, like, having you jump us around different, like, time eras and stuff. Because just last episode, again, like, the last comic series I read, they introduced Bart. And I'm like, oh, this is, it's so weird having Barry Allen's grandson from the future that, like, time grew up is now, like, Kid Flash. I'm like, oh, okay. And then suddenly he's, not only has he become the Flash, but he's been murdered in the meantime. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and, like, he was Impulse for a long time. He had his own book for almost a hundred issues mm -hmm. which is like insane to think about in modern i think i remember seeing it term. in stores because i yeah, remember impulse i was like oh yeah i know impulse yeah impulse is, is really great but and then it like recaps everything and then like while he's having this heartfelt reunion with the justice league and batman calls him he's like bart's dead go do something about it <laughs> and the main thing that happened was bart lost his powers during some big plot that was orchestrated I'm sorry in advance, guys. By no, Inertia, his clone from the future. <laughs> it's too late. Once I saw it was Inertia was his clone from like the future, I was like, fuck yeah. comics. Yeah. <laughs> I felt the same way. I'm like, again. So like... Inertia, Inertia was a character in one story in Impulse's book for like a couple issues. Yeah. And I, 
I don't know why. I'm guessing that that might have also been part of the, like, he has to be part of this to kill them. Because, like, Bart doesn't have villains, so, like, this is the closest we have. <laughs> I don't know. One guy that showed up. It, it, it would have been would have made too much sense for the rogues to kill Flash. So you yeah. have to have, bring inertia in. So inertia was the one who, like, orchestrated the whole thing. Oh, what's so, right. what's so agonizing is... To me, like, this is going to be just, like, what gets spoiled here is they're just like, oh, Zoom's back anyway. And I'm like, why not have Zoom kill Bart? That just makes so much more sense. Yes. Because uh, Zoom wants to make the heroes grow. He doesn't want to kill them outright. Yeah, yeah. So he wouldn't, he wouldn't have done that. We'll talk about that wives. <laughs> next. Well, but that makes sense because he wants them to he wants them to be better heroes. Yeah, they can't be yeah, heroes. Yeah, yeah, he, so. wants, he wants to be the instigating force that makes them into... Like A plus here instead of just being like uh, privileged assholes kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. So so it cuts to now Bart's dead body with like his girlfriend at the time crying over him, and all the rogues look like, oh, we just fucked up, didn't we? And they keep saying like, oops, it was an accident because the idea is like they always go really hard on speedsters, but because they're speedsters, they don't die from it. But as yeah. soon as his powers got taken away, all of a sudden Heat Wave can melt him or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and they're and and they're like and and they're just arguing and with Weather Wizard's like, "Oh my god, we killed a kid. I didn't know he was a kid." Fuck. <laughs> and Captain Cold's like, "Shut up, shut up, shut up." Heat Wave's like, and, "Think and, about and this." To the, to the killing like Flash's family after Bart's dead, they're like Iris and Bart's girlfriend are there and Mermaid's like, "We should kill the witnesses too." And yeah. Yeah. like, "No, it's not." Yeah, yeah and then they and then Heat Wave's like we just made ourselves the most wanted men on earth. You think the Justice League isn't going to send every every spent? Do you think the Justice League isn't going to spend every second of their lives hunting us down? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, that's when they're like, we got to kill the witness. Mirror Masters like, let's kill the witnesses, and they're like, there's thousands of people. We got to get the fucking. This out is of also, here. I think, uh, ties into reality too, where like you you, you even see in like really like uh, crime ridden cities and stuff. Often people are like, you can do shit, but if you kill a cop, you're going to get yeah. all the police after you for yeah. the rest of your life so you never you don't want to do that and that's basically they they kill the cop's kid basically yep. yeah so they all they all they all just scatter and inertia's running and he's like where do i go where do i go he I runs go away from d- them because they're like we gotta like pay you back yeah they, bl- they blame inertia for setting up the plan and yeah yeah and then he sees that there's this red tornado chasing him, inertia and it's does. Wally. Yeah, yeah, Inertia does, and it's Wally. And when he first sees the Flash, Inertia's like Bart, and he looks in his eyes, and he's like, "Oh no, it's Wally! Oh shit, I <laughs> thought you were dead." And Wally's really pissed, so he does uh, what he describes as something worse than killing this child. <laughs> it is way worse. He says, he says it's I worse. Know, I know, but funny because he he acted like it was a mercy when he did it to Zoom, but yeah. So <laughs> what he does, so. First, we get a couple shots of, if you need to know anything about Inertia's character, it's this. He's like, oh, well, Bart was powerless. It's probably because you were back and you stole his speed. And you know what? Bart screamed like a little bitch. <laughs> and that's basically Inertia's whole character is he's just like the biggest fucking asshole twerp in the world. Yeah, when I when I was seeing this, I'm like, oh my god, he's like mini Eobard Thon. Well, I mean, that's like literally like Literally, his name is Thaddeus Thon, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that and I'm like, ah. I see. And you have to remember, Eobard Don was like, uh, until Barry came back, Eobard Don was dead for good until from like 1970 to like 2005, whatever. Fuck yeah. Me. And so the only, so the only thing that I like about him being a clone is that Wally is like, he's, uh, he, that 
He's a kid, a sick, corrupt clone of my cousin, an irredeemable sociopath, but with Bart's face. And that he and that he is a piece of Bart is the only thing that spares his otherwise fetid life. I can't kill him, so I do something worse. <laughs> and I do like the idea of like your like basically like nephew type figure. The guy who killed him looks just like him, and that sends you into like a fervor, like a rage, <laughs> like that. I I, I could buy that. Mm-hmm. But so he steals all his speed and traps him forever, and he sets up his body in the Flash Museum, staring at Bart for eternity. And he, by stealing all his speed, the kid can't move at all. Like he's immobile. Yeah. So he sends him to time hell too, and then yeah. puts him in the Flash Museum. Yeah. And like, and I, I agree that this is wrong. <laughs> it it but, is. I think like the fact that this comes up so much in comics. I'm like, I think this these is are the only two worse times. Worse than death by far. Yeah. It's crazy to me that so many heroes, or maybe it's just the Flash always, but like, <laughs> like always okay with being like, I'm gonna eternally. Punish you. This is also why you. in fifty two I thought it was crazy when Skeets did it to that uh that guy where he brought him down to the lab and uh-huh. he sent him in that time loop forever. I'm like, time but hell it's... is such a serious thing to do to people. <laughs> it like, makes sense. Since Mis- Skeets he's was not... Mr. Mind in disguise. I know, and that's why when when he when he did that to that guy, the football player, I'm like, wow, this is this is like he's a crazy yeah, this villain. Yeah, this is evil. Like, yep. Yeah. But it's it's. I feel like when villains do it, it's better. When the Flash does it twice, I'm like, don't yeah, do that. It, it's I a agree. problem. At and least I, at I, least with at least with Hunter, they said that like he's unstuck in time and he's destroying the timeline. You have to do something. So he did that to save all of reality. I, that makes a little more sense than this kid sucks so bad. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for you, Ryan, because like you want us to like love Wally, but now with two cases of time, time I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think he's such a patron saint. Well, we're about now to fast forward to Final Crisis: Rogue's Revenge. One, oh, we two, should, uh, before we set up, we should just say uh, uh, one of the last panels of the last issue was the Suicide Squad being the shit out of the Rogues. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, and the reason why I'm excited to do this is because neither Zoom nor Inertia are in time hell, so it's fine. Yeah. Right? It, it makes his actions good. He, uh, I was going to say, that doesn't excuse it if you're like, I tried to execute this man, but he broke out of prison. I know. Yeah, I, I, I tried I'm to joking. put him in time hell, but he is game. <laughs> yeah, shit. So these three issues are a tie-in to Final Crisis, a big event where basically Grant Morrison was like, what if all the villains won? And the world was really terrible. So the only real setup here is that this guy named Libra, who has like some powers of persuasion, has killed the Martian Manhunter and used that to convince basically all the villains in the DC universe to team up with him and to like listen to them. This reminded me and of fucking Fifty Two again with it's, it's very crime Bible. Yeah, they, they literally yeah, are crime Bible. He, he, he again. is holding the crime Bible. But instead of like actually like believing in what was it the word of Cain and stuff, it's just evil. Yeah, yeah, evil, like yeah. crazy. Evil. I believe that evil crazy will ultimately evil. try and over good in the long yeah. run. Yeah, which uh, I think Sly, you do feel that, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're laughing, but <laughs> <laughs> so the the that the main setup there is that the rogues are like, we don't do this whole fucking team thing. The Justice League is already after us. We know the Justice League is gonna win because they always do. So fuck you. We're doing our own thing, and this series just kind of explores that. Yeah, and they're, like, basically, like, when you're, tr- as a warlord, as an enterprising warlord, when you have uh, people that won't join, you have to crush them. Yeah. Yes. Phil, what did you think of the art here? Because this is still Collins, but we get different colors. You know, the darker colors made it work for some of the scenes, I thought. Uh, it didn't there are more shadows. As- yeah, the shadows, right? Like, in the, <laughs> and the fact that half the time they're, like, in these, like, rainy, like, 
Uh, this book looks a lot grungier than the last stuff he covered. Yeah, especially because yeah. everything's like raining. That there's a lot of like lines. It's constantly raining, page. and I think that fits better with. How I dark think this it is. is this is Colin's best work, and the page that is Zoom holding. Uh, you will see Zoom and Inertia interact. The main page of them. That's the page that I own the pencils for. Wow. Which is oh, at the end of cool. this issue. Yes, that's cool. Yeah, it opens with uh, it's raining, and the rogues go back to their old headquarters. And they find out a bunch of fucking punks have taken up residence in their headquarters, and they have a big fight with the, the punks. They murder them. They murder these punks. No, they, they only sent the time to, to mirror hell. Hell, they sent the mirror hell. He right? says he says leave them breathing, but it's it's so funny because he's like leave them breathing, but it's like uh, heat wave just burns another person. Uh, Captain Cold just freezes a kid. I'm like I'm pretty sure he can't breathe through ice, but maybe I'm wrong. And then they send him them. It's like more kind of rules, like sub zero. You got you know, <laughs> yeah. give him like five seconds to be back to normal. Uh, <laughs> this is like the kind of thing that like comic books do all the time. Like we saw this in the Batman animated series too where it's like it's to me the equivalent of like batman throwing someone off a building and you see them land in a dumpster and you're like they say they're oh not God. dead but like yeah, yeah i so, know they're dead that, that's why that's why uh, captain cold makes more sense in flash than uh <laughs> mr free makes sense in batman because batman's like trying to be gritty a lot of times but then he has a guy with a cold gun that makes people's biological temperature go to zero and he still survives yeah, yeah. I, at least the freezing you can i can buy that if they are literally frozen theoretically they if they unfroze right away like in one shot that that's like a potentially possible thing that humans can do like cryogenic freezing but like yeah. when heatwave melts a guy i'm like he's dead I've, I've been playing spider-man on ps4 and it's so funny to me that the game allows you to punch people off buildings like the empire states building and it's okay <laughs> <laughs> like literally it lets you punch people off it's so great yeah he webs them, okay? He makes a web net to catch them. I, I watched one guy fall. He just disappeared. <laughs> that, that's the problem with, like, one, a problem I have with superhero comics. Like, if you know anything about hand to hand fighting, you know, like, uh, uh, Batman and Spider Man, you're giving all those criminals brain damage. Like, yeah, you're giving there's, them there's, concussions there's no constantly. You're knocking them out. Yeah, there's, there's no way. Peter Tomasi writes a Batman story where all of the people with brain damage from Batman punching them so hard <laughs> make, like, a gang, and they're like, we're going to take them down. And there's guys that, like, batter stuck in their heads oh and they're God. not a real threat but it's just like sad yeah, yeah but, but yeah that's, that's what happens like you, yeah. you can have real uh, fighting is brutal that's why people don't fight on a regular basis because <laughs> yeah. and that's why like boxing and football like the people that do that all the Filled time get concussions. like concussions yeah and stuff. yeah and body problems so so it's, so it turns out these guys were the tricksters new gang while the rogues were missing because they were uh being chased by everyone on the planet and, my favorite uh, touch like, of the trickster this is so dumb but i feel like ryan likes this too is anytime they like he falls down or they throw him against the wall it's just a bunch of gadgets and toys just fly out I, of his i love that he's got a whole pocket full of banana peels come on yeah. and, and so trickster's like whoa you guys killed the flash you guys are awesome and captain Cole's like you fucking idiot the game wasn't supposed to be won we, we, we had unspoken rules never kill speedster which again i like because they're not like it was immoral for us really they're mostly like we fucked up because now yeah. they're gonna shit down our throats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, they basically uh, they want to keep the game going. They don't want to ever win the game because now uh, they fucking are. Uh, they, they now they're gonna basically. lose. So now he's like, yeah. the rogues are finished, kid. The old days are dead. Uh, Piper shows up. I forget he, what he he's does. listening in on the cops, like Chire and the rest of the group. Um, 
He's listening into them through rats, and they're talking about like all. Uh, they... Not that it matters in the story at all, but the woman here is their new rogue profiler, and it's Ashley Zolomon. Oh. She's Zolomon's the one who replaces Hunter. Wife, Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew that because spoilers. After this issue, I was like, "What the hell happens to Zoom?" And then I was reading a whole <laughs> bunch of things about Zoom. I'm like, "Jesus Christ, comics." <laughs> yeah, he does not get treated very well after no. Johnson. Uh, speaking of not being treated very well, uh, Barry <laughs> uh, gets hinted at here as bolt lightning hits the sky, and uh, I always hear somebody saying, "Iris." Iris as <laughs> lightning <laughs> flashes by. Uh, we get Libra being like, let's fuck up the rogues, get them on our side. Then we cut to inertia in the prison. Again, Libra is so crime bible where he's having like a sermon, and he's like, evil! Evil comes! Evil! So, yeah. so is he the main villain of Final Crisis, or is he... He is the main villain of the first half, okay. and then it's Darkseid. Okay, because he's foretelling, because they even mentioned right. Darkseid yeah. later, and they're like, that, like, oh, you're trying to bring him back? He's like, I just worship evil, guys. I don't know what you're saying. The thing that I really like about the scene is it's like he's going on about the rock is the first murder weapon from Cain and Abel and the world <laughs> is littered with it. And it's super dramatic. Yeah. And they get this little mirror and it's just and it's got a message in it. And it's Captain Cold being like, have fun with the heat coming your way for taking out the Martian. It don't make you special, Libra. Sure, you might doll it up with some evangelical edge and promise of spiritual enlightenment. Hell, we all need that. But we don't need it from you. The answer is no. We ain't joining up. And cold, cold out. out. And I love that. Like that to me showcases why the rogues are so great. Because when villains get super bombastic, they're still just like these dickheads that are in their little hideout. Yeah. They're like, let's rob banks. Yeah. yeah. They're kind of like lovable dickheads in a way. Yeah. Which again speaks to size problem with some of them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what happens is a bolt, a bolt of red lightning hits inertia while, while he's being. Uh, moved by the warden of that prison. And we do get, the warden does, he's trying to transfer to uh, Iron Heights, and he says the same thing you guys have been saying the whole time. It's so fucking stupid that the Flash leaves this shit in a public museum. Yeah, a fucking speedster that is just temp- <laughs> potentially temporarily frozen here. And that's, why, that's why it's always weird, because I don't know if this is him, like, Jeff Sean saying, fuck you, Mark, wait, this is stupid or not. Like, <laughs> but he I, didn't I, say, I, oh, oh, actually, maybe it might have been, because he, at least when he time-held Zoom, they put him in prison, whereas you don't yeah. time-held someone and put them in the same place with, like, the cosmic trail. <laughs> like, I don't know how much of this is, like, a lot of this is, uh, feels like it's retconning uh, Guggenheim's run, who's the guy who wrote Bart when he died. Uh, that so, run's actually pretty good. He does a lot with that very shitty premise. Yeah, yeah. I actually uh, read the, 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 the issues with Bart died. I thought it was pretty good. But, but yeah. it was funny because I like, guess why I'm, I'm not sure if Jeff Johns is trying to glorify the rogues sometimes because it feels like uh, Guggenheim just ditches the entire concept of the morality stuff and mm-hmm. has, yeah. him, has him kill Bart. But then uh, here, Jeff Johns is really trying to bring him back. So I'm never really sure how much... Jeff Johns is buying into that bullshit or not. Um. He, he, re- he like, loves to come in and fix things. And the thing is, like, I like it because most of the things, in my opinion, that he tries to fix were bad. Mm-hmm. So it, like, works. But, like, some people, like, just absolutely hate it. Like, I get it. So Inertia makes free because of the red lightning. And now he starts, he's, like, super edgelord Ibortan mode now. He's a Mark Millar character now. Yeah. He's like, you know, I was frozen by my mind. <laughs> I can think. I can think fast. You know what I thought about? Different ways to kill people. Hundreds, thousands, millions. They say to live that the human intestine we stretch over 20 miles let's find out together as he's fucking murdering it, it is one of those things that i think if you were frozen in time now you might go insane and want revenge on everyone but he was already like this before so i'm like fuck this guy anyway yep. and yeah. also he does just remind you of me at least he reminds me of like superboy prime <laughs> slash yeah. you know mark miller characters like i'm just such a fucking asshole I'm a- edgy <laughs> yeah. kid character that's yeah. like i'm gonna ruin your life 
So then we cu- we cut back to the Pied Piper, who the reason why he broke into the police station was j- j- uh, the trickster had been killed in a very terrible book called Countdown to Final Crisis. And did we not uh, read he- that? No, it's very. We read it's countdown 52 to, issues, and it's. Did we not read countdown, countdown to Infinite Crisis? Right? Oh, oh my crisis. fucking god! They have a countdown for each one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> one funny thing is uh, <laughs> countdown to uh, uh, Final Crisis. When I found out Pipe Piper was gay, and it's because uh, Trickster keeps making gay jokes the entire time to Pipe Piper. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not a good. That's one of my least favorite things. Read of it in our Discord. By you pointing out a character's a minority by like having another character disparage the minority. You're like, yeah, it's not good. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, he he had broken into the police department to get uh, the trickster's last will and testament, which looks blank, but he wrote it in invisible ink, and it has all of the uh, like the rogue full profiles, how their tech works, location of all their safe houses, all their family, and. It's even more comprehensive than what the rogues know about. Mm. And he... So, Piper is basically saying, I was undercover with the rogues trying to stop them from doing something big. I was unable to stop them from killing Bart. I have to yeah. make this right. Because I like that he was supposed to be, like... He was the protector of, like, all the Flashes. Or of, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wally and Bart. And now he's like, oh my god, Bart Allen will never be replaced. Like, this is... I, I, assume, yeah. I, I assume this is another Jeff John's fix, because from what I read, Trickster was just... Not, I mean, um... Uh, I probably just another member of the Rogues during that run. Like yes, yeah, and that was editorial because they wanted Countdown and Infinite Crisis to have Piper and Trickster on the run. That was one of the major plots. Oh. So like Johns had to be like, I spent years making them like good. these nuanced good guys, <laughs> yeah. and this happened. That's why so I, this is I, him I, like I trying do to walk hate that. that. And I was like, I really don't want because Heatwave being a villain. I'm like, I guess a guy that falls off the wagon all the time could be a villain. But it's like, don't make, don't do this to Piper. Yeah, don't do my boy. Yeah, dirty. Piper had been a good guy for like since like the 80s yeah. at this point and it's like that that's that's real that's that's when i think like, you need some be... examples in the world of villains that can reform and stay reformed yes. rather than always being like all villains are bad forever marvel definitely does this better and this is why like hey editorial why don't you let the writers write the story and you just edit them yeah. <laughs> so anyway. uh, uh it ends with and they're, and they're being like i'm gonna go be edgelord and kill boy uh wally's kids now <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna kill like, children yeah, so now Zoom shows up. Yeah, it ends uh, Hunter Solomon Zoom, and he's like, you're going to be... Uh, you have to make him... You can't just kill his kids for no reason. You have to do it to make him a better hero, and you have to be a better... You have to be a better villain to make him become a, make him a better hero, so you're going to become Kid Flash now, and he gives him a Kid Flash <laughs> yeah. costume. I was so excited that Zoom showed up, and I, yes. I was also like, I can't believe that this man in a yellow suit, that I can feel so much like love and excitement to see him again. <laughs> I like I feel like that's what you successfully did to me is you made me really like reverse flash just like the idea yes. of like this guy a lot especially zoom I like zoom that's a lot awesome. That's that really heartens me, especially <laughs> after editing last week's episode where you guys were less excited about it. Inertia was just like, I'm just like, this is just such a shitty villain. But when Zoom showed up, I'm like, good. I like, I want someone interesting here. He's also still doing like his time stuttering stuff. Yeah, too. He's yeah. A lot uh, of fun. Uh, these this very much feels like a continuation of the Pat because it's Jeff John still. Yes. It very much mm-hmm. feels like a sequel to that story arc. That, that's he's also been why off the I book felt like for a couple of years at this point. Like he left the book in like 2003, 2004, mm-hmm. and this was like 2007, and like. I always, like, when I recommend a Flash read, it's like, skip from Rogue War to this. Mm -hmm. So the second issue of the Rogue's Revenge uh, starts out with the Rogue's trying to figure out about Libra, right? They are... (laughs) Yeah, what is this place? What 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 are they doing? (laughs) 
Li- Libra, Libra, it's like, uh, uh, was if he set up his own rogues version of the rogues with the yeah, basically a bunch of chill bane's like that just oh right, and they, yes. and they yes. they he they go to see their 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 tailor I guess is a guy who makes uh I'll show some respect that's Jombie okay, Jombie so their makes uh like the super villain suits and he, so he's like he's like well like an engineer because he's like I can make a suit that can resist five thousand degrees so cat or heat wave and can, I, this is this is yeah. just all BM the entire time they're just so rude because they get in here and then they've like lit um. Uh, Captain Cold, his sister had a costume, and they like lit it on fire. And there's a note. Oh no, uh-huh. there's a note on it that just says, "Who's next, Cold?" And yeah, then yeah. Uh, Heat Wave melts it, while Captain Cold also like freezes it in anger. And then they see Jombie tied up, and he's he's been beaten to death. And he has a mirror take. Oh, no, he's, he's alive. alive. He's alive. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go uh, and they find out about these new rogues, and they're like, just, they're like, "I'm chill. I'm Mirror Man." I'm, I think they're intentionally supposed to be like yeah. dumb looking knockoffs. Like they look like cosplay. It's kids. literally everyone yeah. has a mirror of themselves that's like right. not even that far. Like Mirror Man as opposed to Mirror Master. Weather, Weather Witch, Witch Weather as opposed Wizard, to yeah. Weather Wizard. Yeah. I think Weather Witch is a cool name. Yeah, I, I actually I also I like Storm. Weather Witch. I like Weather Witch and I like the uh, fucking uh, Heat Wave uh, ripoff. He's, he looks like the Human Bomb. Uh, just like yeah, he yeah. does. He does look cool. And he also they also say. Hey, uh, we have all, not only are we working for Libra and fuck you, we're your replacements, but we have your dad, uh, Captain Cold, and we're gonna kill your dad if you come after us. <laughs> yeah. And Captain Cold's like, "You fucking idiots! I'm gonna come kill you." And he I'm says, gonna... "He says, fuck you, kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna kill you, and then I'm gonna kill my dad myself." <laughs> yeah, and then Which they look confused, like what? <laughs> yeah, I like that touch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So then we have we cut to Zoom beating inertia. up uh, inertia, and he's like, inertia, inertia, "You're not." Inertia's like, "I'm not putting on a costume," but, and, and uh, Zoom is basically like the, the the rough father figure beating him until he does what he says. Say, so "You got to put on the suit. You're gonna like it, boy." Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Whose side are you on?" He's like, "I'm on my own side." <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, and, and he says, like, you were cloned from Bart Allen. You became twisted and obsessed with finding your own identity, but you failed, and now you want his. So take it. And he's like, I don't, I don't want to be Kid Flash. And he's like, take it and I'll teach you. And then he says, why do you want me to put this on? And he's like, I don't. Libra does. And then I'm like, oh, he just works for Libra. That, that, that yeah, that's what sad. I didn't like too. Because Libra, Libra looks so lame when he was introduced. Yes. He's like, I got I got a staff that's about balancing scales. And I just, I proselytize also, about evil. Zoom was cool because he's like, I want to make heroes better. Whereas Libra's like, I'm literally crime Bible. So I'm like, so, why would okay, Zoom work the, for him? So, they explain this later, yep. but I think it's easier to just talk about it now. The main thing, Libra wants the they he he wants the rogues because this is like a meta thing. Every major crisis revolves around the flashes, and like Final Crisis did as well. And they that's he, not, it's because that's not really true. Only countdown. I mean, Crisis Infinite Earths did. Uh, Infinite Crisis. I mean, they they stopped yeah. Superboy Prime for uh, a couple issues, and that's kind of it. Yeah, but, like, Final Crisis was supposed to be, like, the culmination of Christ on Infinite Earths. Like, they're supposed to bookend it. But he he's, like, the rogues... Libra is, like, the rogues are the best at fighting the Flashes, so the Flashes are probably going to be important, so I need the rogues on my side. And, basically, he wants Zoom to train Inertia so the rogues can practice on killing speedsters. That's, like, the main <laughs> thing. And but why Zoom, would Zoom do it? Well, so Zoom talks about it in one of the later issues where he says, like... Libra has this large scale to test the heroes more than they've ever been tested before because he has, like, th- this is the time evil's going to win. Mm-hmm. And Zoom, like, si- I don't remember exactly what he says, but it's something to the effect of, like, and the heroes that survive and make it through this will be the only ones strong enough to stop what, like, 
this is the apocalypse, so they have to learn this is the time to step yeah, up he says, and do like, what has to be done. survives will be stronger. And the fact that he always he uses like the term survive to that it gets me like the the dissonance where you guys are like, well, he doesn't want to kill people, he just wants to make them better when he's helping like train people to actually kill the flash. Well, he's like, don't kill them, but I'm also gonna help you train you to kill them. Like, well, I he's feel not like training anyone to kill the flash. More... He's training inertia. Like, I think that he's trying to make Inertia a better villain. Zuzuma is still a, a villain. It's just that he has uh, his own... Uh, to me, it yeah. always seems like Zoom would just work on his own... I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know Zoom enough. I only read, like, again... Well, this is also what Sly was talking about last time, that part of the problem was after Johns left the book, Zoom just became the stand-in for a Flash villain yeah. and was put on the secret society of supervillains remember, and the remember, Injustice remember, League. Remember when oh. Uncle Sam and Human Bomb and those guys got killed? Uh, it was Zoom that killed him. Why was Zoom on that team? Yes. Who was the fuck? Why was yeah. Zoom? Wait, and that's the thing what? is like, wait, what? Remember Uncle Sam when he died yeah. after the crisis? He was yeah. killed by Zoom. Zoom no, killed him. Really? really? Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. Why, why, why was Zoom? Because another writer was like, I don't give a fuck. It's just fucking reverse flash. Oh, right. Because that's when we first, that's when I first got, I was like, Professor Zoom. And they're like, no, it's Zoom. I'm like, there's a difference. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's the kind of thing that even though Johns did write Infinite Crisis, it's the kind of thing that like, Editorial decided he's the big Flash villain, which it doesn't work when it's such a personal villain. Yeah, so I think, yeah, yeah. I, I think this is Johns is trying to explain why he's working for Libra, and I don't think it 100% works, but it's, like, close, so it's fine, you know? That's, <laughs> John, John's just making the best way he can, what he can do. Like, Editorial yeah. Yeah. hands him a shit sandwich and he's trying to make it work. It's yeah, yeah, fine. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but I just, fine. I'm also like excited to see Zoom act like Zoom again, even if it's like the setup is a little shaky. Yeah. I still like seeing the way he trains Inertia, and there's a lot of cool stuff in here. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get this this knockoff uh, Rogues team being like, uh, yeah, what a bunch, he's an asshole, he's not going to come get us. And then they show up through the wall because Mirror Master. And... Did the reflection on like the door of yeah, this whatever. meat locker room that they're in. <laughs> And then we get this cool, like, intro where they're like, you don't know me, you don't know us, that's your first mistake. And they basically have this showdown where it's, like, the knockoffs versus the main ones so they can show how cool the main ones are. So, like, yep. Heat Wave is fighting, uh, what's the guy's name? I don't know, whatever. Yeah, the, the fire, what Pyro. <laughs> the <laughs> friction whatever. the Flash hits when he's moving 20 times the speed of sound can't even warm up the, his crimson cowl, but my fire can melt his boots. I'm like, what? You think about that. <laughs> what What fire can, if, if he can go 20 times the speed of sound and not get warmed up, I'm like, what fire? The is fact this? that it's still, like, drawn as, like, orange, too, I'm like, I don't know if it'd be orange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be white at the minimum. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, like, whatever. the sun. <laughs> the sun, right, that's what I was thinking. It, it would kill everyone, whatever. Uh... It's fine. So yeah, we- Weather Wizard fights Weather Witch and like zaps her because he's like, oh, "Who's your favorite author?" And she's like, "I'm not much of a reader." And I guess he's like a big like Mark Twain fan. Because she was like, she was like, "Just fuck me instead" or whatever. Yeah, and- <laughs> yeah. He didn't have a he didn't have a rogue spotlight, but he did have a pretty major plot during Johns's run where he finds out he had an illegitimate son. And that's going to factor in here. Mm. But, like, he's... I wish he got a rogue spotlight because I, I really like the Weather Wizard and I think he's he's cool. And I just love that she tries to hit on him and he's like, you're a dumb bitch. Yeah, you don't read? Him. Bye. Hey, uh, just in case you, the uh, listeners don't know what the Wizard is, he has uh, weather control powers. He's like his name. Part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. I don't know how much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so yeah, they all just kill their uh, counterparts easily. And... Yeah, Captain Cold like breaks off. He he does his thing, the Flash thing, where he makes the the wide like beam of ice, and so the other Captain Cold goes to punch him. His arm freezes, and then he just breaks off his arm and then kills him. Yeah, 
And then he then we goes go back to, to see his dad. The thing that like, the Zoom stuff is just like Pied Piper watching oh, them. Yeah. It's like, it's going to be a concert you're going to remember. And the, the entire time, too, I'm just like, I... At least from those three issues, I think it speaks to the success of introducing Zoom. I'm like, no one can fight Zoom. I don't know what Pied Piper's doing. Because even if you're like, I can fight like speedsters. Again, Zoom's is like broken from time. I wouldn't try and touch this guy at all. Like, I just let him do whatever he's doing and not fight him. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so then, that, yeah, Captain Cold does go to see his dad in there. Yeah, and you um, get this really like, I I really like this exchange. Because this made like the, the cold issue like... It felt very worth it to read it because then you get them like Col- Captain Cold arguing with his dad being talking about like um the sister's death. It's like Lisa's dead and the dad's like, I hadn't heard. I'm sorry. And he's like, look me in the eyes and tell me. And it's like the dad can't do it. Yeah, uh, this, this made me like the cold issue more too. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I agree for sure. That's why I, I wanted to include this specifically to bookend the episode with those two things because I think that they work really well in tandem. Yep. He like is like, you know, trying to deal with his dad and he's like. Uh, he punches his dad in the face. Yeah, well, he's saying, like, Lisa would still be alive if you hadn't chased her off. And I didn't... Captain Cole says, I didn't chase her off. She, like, she ran away. And he's saying, like, that's... You're her big brother. You're supposed to... You let her follow you into that lifestyle. Yeah. And so it's basically... They're blaming each other for, like, killing her. And and it's and it's a very... it's it's I like this conversation a lot because it's like... He's like, I wasn't a good father. I may have been rough. And he's like, may have been. And he's like, but it's not my fault you turned out the way you did. It ain't my fault what happened to your sister. That's on you. Her death's on you. And I really like that there's these both, these both really like, like cold macho guys being like, nothing's my fault. It's all the other person's Mm -hmm. fault. And they basically just hit a standstill where they just stare at each other and the dad goes, so what? What now? And he cold can't do it. And so he just walks away and tells he waved to kill his dad. But even but even before that, he's like, it ain't bad enough you dragged me and your sister into your little game. Now you think putting me in an ice cube is going to make everything all right? You think that'll make you feel better? Yeah. You're just like your mother was. Weak. One bruise and the waterworks started. You were the same the same way after she left. One bruise. And that's when he punches him. And he's like, when's the last time you cried, Lenny? And that's when Captain Cold walks away. And he's like, you do it, Mick. And Heat Wave just rushes. I, I like that touch. Because I, I, I was like, where well, he's going to be kind of cliche. Like, he gets to get revenge on his dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the fact that he gets that chance, he couldn't even take it. That's a nice... Uh, yeah. yeah. And they even say, like, as he's burning alive, and he's like, ah! When the wizard says, feel better. And Captain Cold's looking at the flames. And he just says, no. But yeah. it was worth but it a was shot. it was worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, worth a shot. They burn the whole place down. They're like, fuck these people. And they basically like, we get, <laughs> we got to go find inertia and we got to kill him. Like that's their plan is to go kill inertia to make it even because it's like, oh, well, like we accidentally killed Kid Fletch. So we'll kill his nemesis. And then hopefully <laughs> yeah. we do get a brief mind. cameo by the best uh, Flash villain. Gorilla, oh. yeah. uh, Gorilla got on the computer. Beep, 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 boop, boop. It's like <laughs> the fact that Ron's it. working with Libra, that's cult guy. I was like, thank God. These and idiots and, each other. And why does... Libra have Grodd working the the, the navigation or whatever. I have Grodd no is so idea. Smart. I think he's he, no, he he might just be looking at the screens like his face is next but, to but, it. But, but, no, I but Libra person. says, "I want the robes, Grodd." Whatever. Yeah, yeah, Grodd is really no smarter than an average person based on what that I've read. Too, is he? Yeah. And the one thing I, I just wanted to mention is the col- the rogues also decide that they're going to go to the observatory where Weather Wizard killed his brother. Because mm-hmm. that's the last place people are going to look for them because they know Weather Wizard yeah, doesn't yeah. like it. And then we get the surprise twist at the very end where he's like, the rogues will join us or I'll kill Weather Wizard's son. Bram, bram, bram. He's holding the baby. Yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> Fucking good. 
Libra. I this guy like I I wonder what I'd think of Final Crisis because I'm like this guy's an asshole. Uh, Libra, I adore Final Crisis. One of my favorite books yeah. ever. Libra fucking sucks he so sucks, bad. He sucks. Thank He's God. He's not a good character. I forgot right. how much this like. I forgot how much this like Tax Massacre from Deadpool. Yeah, really I feel does. like it's always fifty fifty with you guys. Where I'm like, this guy sucks, and then you'd be like, actually, he does the coolest thing ever I've ever read in comics. And it's my uh, favorite. Didn't you know Libra was raised by uh, two <laughs> monkeys in the woods, and uh... one of them was Grodd, and the other was Solovar. Because <laughs> okay. these are very extreme concepts a lot of times. So either you either love it or you either you, you make it work or you don't. Like if it's how, like it's it's gonna suck or it's gonna be great. Like it depends on like how, how good the writers. Yeah. Either you die a villain just... or a hero or live long enough. <laughs> or but it's, it's funny because Final Crisis, Final Crisis is one of those books that like. I always thought about doing it for the show, but I don't think it would ever work because it's just so. We would need like eight hours. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god! Yeah, we'll have to do like a fifty-two kind of thing. Probably. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god! For Even something though it's that's only not seven good. issues. No, I love it. Oh yeah, yeah but... don't, don't say it's not good to write. He'll fucking smash okay. it up. <laughs> it's. I mean, I just Grant assume Morrison all crises were bad. It's wild. <laughs> but anyway, hey, you okay. like, didn't you like Identity Crisis? Or am I missing right now? I liked it, but again, a lot of people hate it. So I'm like, I just assume but imagine, all of them are bad. Imagine if Grant Morrison was writing it. Though. Ooh, that you got me intrigued. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but anyway, the final, the final issue of our flash side. Yes. So now they go to a, a weather wizard's, like his brother's domain. We get a, like a brief flashback that tunes you in on it, where it's like I, his brother's like, I gotta turn you in. This is for your own good, and he killed his brother in order not to be turned in and his brother's the one who invented the weather wand that lets him control the weather because he was like a weather scientist oh. and he he steals the wand and kills his brother i have a question that's just yes. related to this more zoom uh inertia stuff is thaddeus thon actually related to avar thon or did they just give him that name because he's a, a, a like a, an asshole he's an asshole so, um <laughs> what uh bart's mom is a thon what uh. <laughs> yeah but but he's so. <laughs> Bart's mom is an ancestor of Eobard Thon. Eobard Thon's from further in the future. Yeah. What a what a coincidence. <laughs> I mean, you know, what you a, a lot of a lot of DC is also fucking very uh, in, fate, fate defined. Like, like the, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's, oh, it's, yeah. It's, you have to have these, so it's like that, that doesn't make like if you if you, if you like watch Battlestar Galactica, I don't think you can bitch too much about that because it's very much that kind of thing because uh, it's very much. Religion does play a role in DC more than does Marvel. It's not just okay. spontaneous. Yeah, crime Bible, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So right. they, yeah. they go inside, and I like that, like, Captain Cold's like, we'll make it quick in here because he knows it's not hurting. It's hurting whether Wizard to be here. And he's telling him, like, just hold it together. And he's like, I'm trying, as he's, like, still seeing his brother. And, like, even the tricksters just being, he's goofing off and stuff, so he gets zapped by lightning. And so... There, this is when we get like a whole bunch of exposition about like what this place was used for, and then Mirror Master's just looking through millions of mirrors trying to find inertia, and he finds them. And um, uh, one, one thing I wanted to point out that triggered me a little bit: uh, they keep calling Bart Kid Flash. I'm like, it's kind of offensive. He died as a Flash. Like he's he died. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, that's a good point. It's, I wonder. If this is because Johns was also writing another miniseries called Final Crisis Legion of Three Worlds, where Bart was about to come back from the dead. <laughs> because that's the same oh kind of thing that God. Johns was like, the Teen Titans franchise has been destroyed. And in this story, he brings back Superboy and Kid Flash. And he's like, here, you can have your fucking franchise back because nobody gives a shit without these characters. Uh, speaking of so again, I wonder if he Wait, was... he dies and then comes back yeah. immediately? Like, if he was like, that blind, uh, like, uh, this was a few years after... 
Yeah, because we skipped we skipped ahead a couple years. Yeah, it, uh, Bart dies a little bit after Infinite Crisis. Uh, he comes back for fi- around Final Crisis. So that's a few years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but speaking of, uh, one final one funny note though, when I checked the Wikipedia entry for uh, for this stuff, I saw uh, Superboy Prime uh, found Bart's grave and he he crossed out uh, "Fast Man Alive" and wrote down "Dumbest Boy Dead." <laughs> yeah, that's true. He Superboy did Prime, Jesus, what a dick! He and Sly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rob right. 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 is right. He is me. It's like a mirror of me. I'm like, I don't want to see yeah. this. Stop showing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so Zoom's trying to teach uh, Inertia how to snap to make the sonic booms and stuff, and he, he's really pushing. Well, because what he's trying to do is push him from instead of relying on the speed force to rely on the like time stuff. Which I so I, I also I didn't him... like because I was like I like I feel like you have to somehow get disconnected from time. Yeah, to is that a trainable that. skill? Instead, like... yeah, instead of being like everyone can be Zoom if you try hard enough. I'm like then... no. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, I thought the same sh- thing. Well, I think it's more because he. Ha- I'm not sure if he's actually trying to disconnect him from no, time. He does because he or says just teaching he, him to. He does tell him once he's doing it. He's like once he's being successful at it a little bit. You can move as like, fast or as slow as you want. I don't think this fully makes sense. I just viewed it as like abstract, like DBZ power stuff. Where where it's like yeah. he, he's just siphoning off uh, Zoom's power pretty much. That's all it really. Is. I think he does say like I'll. Inertia says you, my you power. gave me like a thread of your power, which again, like I didn't understand quite how that worked, but uh, whatever. Yeah. I don't know, it's one of those things where I'm like, you, you have to just kind of abstract it a bit. And like, Zoom has powers. He, he, he uh, flashes can share his powers. I just, I hate it. I don't want people to have Zooms. The more you dilute the powers and stuff, I feel like the more it doesn't become like as cool. I think that's I, fair. I think that's a totally yeah, fair. Yeah, I, I agree. Especially yeah, with I, someone like Zoom, someone that's supposed to be like, he literally was wearing the Professor Zoom stuff to be as intimidating as possible. It's like, mm-hmm. I'll give it to this asshole kid. <laughs> this, this is why you have a good editorial because they make sure details like this stay intact but yeah. pro- probably by this point it didn't matter anymore how, how power yeah works. so pipe piper I think tries at this point they were like johns could do whatever he wants with the yeah. flash because it's a like pretty much a dead franchise yeah pipe piper tries to drop a rock on them which i'm like fucking again the fastest <laughs> people in the world you can't do that so it's not just that what happens is first the the rogues show up and there's fog everywhere and the, he says because they don't have they, they can't vibrate the way the flash did he says, Zoom says, don't run. If you hit one of these train cars moving too fast, you splatter. So they immediately can't run. At least they explain why they can't just run. Yeah. I like that he says, like, when the rogues show up, he's like, rogues. I hate rogues. Zoom I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense that he hates them. He says, like, specifically, too, it's not just that he hates rogues from his time as Hunter Solomon. Although I would like a mention of that. But he says, they're a waste of time. They're meant to only occupy. They're not supposed to, like, strive them to be better. You don't contribute to their growth. Yeah. And so he says, you should have retired a long time ago. He's about to, like, snap in front of Captain Cold's face. And then Pied Piper uses mind control music to, like, to freeze them in place. But then Libra shows up behind Piper to be like, ah, surprise, I'm here now. And I stab you. And now, look, I'm holding baby weather wizard. And he's like, join me or the baby gets it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, then, and but it was like I, I killed my brother. Fuck that baby. 
But I like I like that uh, when Kid Kid Flash, you know, Inertia is like, "What's Libra doing here?" And Zoom's like wasting his breath. The Rogues will never be a part of this. And I like that he still has their profiles down. Like mm-hmm. they don't, we don't. The exposition we need is Hunter being like, "I understand the situation, what they will do." That's that. that uh, to go back to what Daryl's saying, that's the kind of character system that makes this uh, that that really like makes a character stand out because yes. yeah, like because if he was, if he was just professor, like if it was just like any other writer, he'd just be, "I'm here to fight." F- Flash, so I yes. gotta get psychic. But here, Jeff John's trying to keep tying it into uh, who's what we know about Hunter Zellman. So then, yeah. and Inertia's like, ah, oh, enough. Who gives a damn? He's impatient, and then he and runs like, over. Like, a lot of a lot of what Inertia is, he's like just like this. Uh, everyone's trying to have like these complex motivations, and well, well, I want to talk about that complex motivation real quick. So. Yeah. Wither Wizard is like when I was a child there was only one person who looked out for me one person who wanted to help me my brother my brother was the only good thing in this world but I murdered him I murdered my brother because I couldn't stand the idea of going back to prison if I killed my brother if I electrocuted the only person who ever cared about me what makes you think I care anything about that child and Libra's like then prove me wrong say no and the rest of the gang uh, asks Captain Cold like Cold and he says this is Martin's call and I really like that Mm -hmm. they the rest of the gang knows, like, this is up to him. Whatever he wants to do will lead that, will follow his lead. And there's, like, this showdown between, there's, like, five or six panels of Weather Wizard and Libra just staring at each other, and there's, like, like lightning everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and that's sweat, when... And Libra's sweating uh, more and more. Yeah. And it's, I, I think that this page is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And then Inertia just goes, oh, enough, who gives a damn? And he grabs the baby and snaps his fingers. And Sonic yeah. booms the baby, and it's like, because the baby doesn't appear after this, I'm like, oh my god, they just show, like, a baby get obliterated because they don't even yes. show any like remains no of the baby. The baby's anything. just yeah, gone. it's pretty. It's, it's funny because this feel like a Mark, like initially feel like a Mark Millar character. Uh, yeah, uh, like like you know how we say like, Mark Millar characters don't feel like real human being- beings. This is like this yeah. is like a bunch of real human beings. Then like a Mark Millar character saying, "Shut up, kill a baby." That's yeah, Sonic. Do. I'll <laughs> Sonic boom a baby into nothing. <laughs> but I think this makes this makes sense because Zoom grabs him and he's like, "What did you do? Like, why did you do this?" And he's like, "I'm gonna be your sidekick." I'm not Inertia, I'm not Kid Flash, I'm Kid Zoom, and I'm going to cause a whole lot of tragedy. And I like the idea of him taking the definitive Zoom moment, yeah. but doing it for no reason He's instead like, of for like... Hey, yeah, you've been saying tragedy helps, so I'm going to just traumatize everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like, I, I just, I like the idea of like, when, not that killing, you know, killing Wally's unborn children wasn't super edgy, but like, that still had some sort of narrative purpose and a character motivation that, like, why he was doing it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kid Zoom is just like the Mark Millar version of that plot. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like it. He's like, this is your greatest hits, right? This is your move. This is what you do. And he's like, that's not, that's not the point. That's not why he we says, do it. He says, tragedy cannot be random. It must be calculated. And then Kid Zoom now is like, no, you're not doing it far enough. I don't want them to work through it. I want them to lose, and I want them to be in pain. And he grabs Zoom, and he's like, hey, you gave me a string of your power. I'm going to unravel Steal the, the rest of it. Yep. And he's going <laughs> to push him he, back he reverses, he reverses, Yeah, he reverses uh, Solomon back to when he's in, in the wheelchair. And so all of a sudden, uh, Zoom is gone, and now he's just Hunter Solomon in the wheelchair saying, no, I need my powers. I need purpose. And then yeah. we get the ultimate standoff here, the rogues versus Kid Zoom now. Because the rogues are like, this is what the rogues say, they're like, babies and cripples, you've got real class kids. So they're still just like dickheads. But what's crazy, I guess it's not that crazy, they fight speedsters all the time. I'm just like, yeah, he's unhinged from time, so I'm like, it seems different. I feel like the the problem with, like, this compared to, like, uh, last week's reading is it built Zoom up as such a threat that, like, uh... 
Wally needed to get unhinged from time to stop him because literally no one could even see him to stop him. And then yeah. we get this thing where it's just like a bunch of Flash villains show up to stop this kid. And and it's stuff like if he, like you were saying, if the Flash, multiple Flashes cannot see how fast he is. Yeah. By the time Heatwave lays down fire for him to step in, I'm like, he, they're all dead. <laughs> they're all dead. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, probably, that's, that's probably a byproduct of this being only three issues long. And I'm, I'm gonna... So, yeah, I have my two explanations for this. One is the meta bullshit fansplainy. This is why it doesn't bother me. And the other one, I think, is the uh, like the overall big picture of what I think John's is trying to do in like a meta sense. Mm-hmm. And in the first way, I mean, they mentioned that Cold laid out that, that Cold field and slowed everybody down earlier. And they mentioned it again here. And I also think because... He, because Hunter had given Inertia part of his powers, I think he was able to, like, catch up to him in ways that Wally wasn't because Wally was working with the Speed Force, and this guy has a connection to time. Personally, though, I think that Jeff Johns was pretty fed up with Hunter being used as generic speedster, and I think this was him taking him off the Oh, so he pretty much, because Hunter gets depowered here, and he doesn't get his powers back at the end of this, so you're saying that he did that just to be like, stop using Zoom. That's what that's what I think. But also, I was thinking, want to kill off in their show. Uh, also, that <laughs> well, because that's what happens but, here. So that as they now fight him, it's like you have all these Flash villains, and they fight him the way they fight the Flash normally. And at the slow end, him down. Like, Piper uses the music to disorient him, and then they all yeah. point their guns and just like again back when they pissed on Professor Zoom's grave <laughs> by shooting yeah. his corpse, they all point their guns and just shoot at him and say, "This is for a fucked up year." But you yeah. say, like, this isn't for, like, my son or the kid Flash. No, this is just for this fucked up year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I... it, it, it could have been better because, like, it, it does. Uh, by this point, the flat, uh, time powers are so fucked. I mean, you know. I mean, I also take, like, this guy has had these powers for 30 seconds. I feel like it's okay for him to not yeah. be as good at it as Hunter was. I, I, I just think the time, the whole Unhinged from Time thing, I always was going to rub me the wrong way because I'm like, yeah. who cares if it's cold or anything? If you can go forward yeah, and backwards yeah. in time, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. he, wasn't, he wasn't created to, as a villain for anyone yeah. besides Flash. He was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I also feel like like Zoom was made sense being like somewhat merciful with it because he was trying to specifically do things. Right. Like whereas like a psychopath yeah. with that power could just go back in time and kill everyone's moms. Yeah. Yeah. Or Zoom oh, was like trying to when propel. The comes back. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, the episode just ends with like Libra being like, "Evil's gonna win. You'll see." Well, someday. one thing that that uh, Libra says he's like, "You know, Barry Allen's coming back in Final Crisis, yeah. right? Doesn't that fucking <laughs> yeah. doesn't that piss you off?" And they yeah. drop off uh, Kid Zoom's body at at the police station with a with a rock that says, "Tell the Flash we're even" mm-hmm. from the Rogues, and they're basically they're just like. There's just a couple scenes of them just like complaining that Barry Allen sucks. <laughs> yeah. They're like, uh, you know, we convinced the we had the old man Jay Garrick and Wally convinced it was all fun and games, and this is I talked about this in the very first Flash episode where Weather Wizard's like, it wasn't with him, McCulloch. He treated us like he did Grodd or Cadaver. He never gave us a break. And they're like, when he when he thought I was reformed, you know, he helped me a little, but like for the most part, he's just an asshole, and he treats all bad guys the same. And if if Barry Allen's back, then we're just fucked. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, so he says that to be like where we got to stay together as the rogues. We can't disband now. Yeah. 
Because, like, Wally would play with us and realize, like, oh, we're nuanced characters, but Barry's a cop and he hates all villains the same no matter what degree. It's just hard. It's always hard for me to swallow when you have these serial killers in a room being like, I don't believe in evil. Just different shades of gray. I'm like, I'm... (laughs) Like, yeah, okay, <laughs> but, like, you're yeah. all well, serial, they, killers. They, they, serial killers. Serial killers would say that. I know, like, but, but I feel like they're more cr- crim- criminals that commit homicide than serial... They're not murmur. Well, the, the, they're I not mean, murmur, you're right. But They, they are serial homicide. Uh, I mean, but, like, they were they killed, like, these other murderers. Like, I, I'm i not saying they're good guys, but... I mean, I mean Mirror Master killed FBI agents. That's Yeah, I mean, uh, but, but Mirror Master's also, like, the... The worst of all of them. I know, know but like, how, how's, housing uh, a mass cop killer? Yeah, that's true. But, like, I understand why they think they have a moral code. Yeah, right. Because right. they're not actually, like, you know, killing 15-year-old teenagers, like, and, like, you know, like, yeah. like a serial killer, like, like I'm just killing because I want to kill. They're mm-hmm. mostly not. Yeah, I, I don't mind them thinking that. I just, uh, I hope the implication is that we're supposed to agree with it because yeah. I don't think that's I don't, I, I don't think Jeff Johns wants us to think these guys are, like, good guys. Hmm. Yeah. Cool, maybe, but not good guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, I I hate what they did to Zoom. I mean, it makes sense. Like, your explanation, I'm like, okay, I can see it now. Like, if you've been using Zoom this whole time and, like, inertia is really annoying. It's like, it makes sense to depower him. Yeah. And because I I was reading about, like, all the other Zoom stuff because he did a whole bunch of things. At some point, he teams up with uh, the reverse Flash to fight three Flashes. That's when (laughs) Wally's kids get undone miscarried yeah because i heard about that that he stops his own sonic boom back in time from killing yeah the, the kids it's it's again one of those things that like i really like the way that story plays out but it's like you gotta buy into a lot of stuff I just, there. Man, it's it's one of those things where again where i'm like the villains at their most intimidating when they're like inimitable when you don't have someone that's like them in the world yeah. it's sort of like how with batman there's no villain that's like the joker no one does what he does at least from what i've read and seen uh-huh. that there's no one that's like him so he always stays terrifying whenever like he shows up whereas like here i just i i didn't i First off, I didn't like inertia. Maybe it's because, again, I don't like the professor's Zoom stuff of just, like, I'm an asshole. That's my trait. I just want to see people in pain. But, like, I'm Mark Millaring it now rather than just, like, you know, carving someone's head out of a snow hill. At least it's, like, fun dickery. It's one of those things I've actually evolved a lot even since we started the show on how I feel about a lot of things. And one of the Mm -hmm. things that, like, not only constant reboots and constant relaunches that, like, in the modern age are, like, unbearable – but also, like, when I started reading a lot more manga, I'm starting to really come along, come around more to the idea. And also, like, John Marie in our Discord has talked to me a lot about this. That, like, I'm coming around more to the idea that, like, you could just not ever bring back some characters. And they mm-hmm. could have one really good story, and that's good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I really love Blitz, and I love the way Zoom is portrayed in that story. And, like, I would be – I would still love him without him ever popping up again, where maybe five years ago, I would be like, I love this character. I want characters to use him. I want him to come back. And also, like, having Wally come back and then done so dirty in uh, Heroes in Crisis, like, it's the same kind of... I had the same realization where I'm like, I used to get super mad about it, but now, like, it doesn't... It doesn't make me dislike the old stories anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm starting to come like the, more and more around. You, the less you get hooked into, like, everything's, like, continuity matters a lot, a lot, a lot. Instead, you look yeah. at them as individual stories where, like, this story's great. Even if, like, later writers, like, shit on Zoom, you're still, like, 
Blitz is still good and Zoom is still intimidating. Yeah, Zoom is still a good character. Yes. Yeah. Whether another writer shits on him or anything like that. And it's like, same thing, like, uh, comics get judged by this facet in ways that no other medium does, where, like, like, you don't think Game of Thrones is bad because, like, only one writer told a good story with them. You know, like, mm-hmm. and, like, even, like, the show had other writers and it was terrible. But I, I think it that's do- why... To me, that's like always the one of my issues with loving comics like I should is that like I feel this way with TV too, actually, that most shows should end after two or three seasons where mm-hmm. like the longer you drag something out, the more chance you have of it becoming shitty. And yeah, comics have the extra hurdle of having extra different writers. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I think most TV ends up sucking too. Like, I, and I think it ruins the show for me. It doesn't ruin it. See, I'm starting it, but. to, but I'm starting to be able to compartmentalize it better where it doesn't ruin it. Where yeah, it used to. It doesn't have to ruin it. You know it. what I mean? Yeah. Like it, I used to be un, I used to be completely unable to separate them and have to make it all one big headcanon where now I'm maybe it's also cause I read through like basically every major franchise and I'm not diving into continuity anymore just cause like, there's not a lot left for me to read. <laughs> I've you know, not that all. there's not that I've read it all, but like I there are very few stories that are worth mentioning that I haven't read. Like, yeah, I haven't read hundreds and hundreds of issues of Batman where nothing of value happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's I, I'm becoming much, much better at being able to be like, that doesn't this, matter. Yeah. I'm able to jump off. Yeah, right. This run was good or this story was good. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. Mm. So overall. What did you guys think of the the flash stories that I that we laid out and covered today? Do you like do you do you understand why I like the flash a little more? Yes, I do. Okay. I uh I thought they were pretty cool. I don't think I would say he's like my favorite or anything, but I can understand mm-hmm. being like he's pretty cool and there's cool stuff going on with the rogues and uh how they use their powers and Flash's powers and all that. Mm-hmm. Um uh, yeah, you're talking about today in general or in general? I mean, just like overall, in general, because now we're at the we're end. Done. Yeah, and yeah. I also tr- I really tried to spotlight the different eras where like a lot of people are like, well, who is like, you know, is it Barry? Is it Wally? Is it Bart? Is it Jay? These are all like really confusing. But I tr- I tried to showcase that like the characters all are very different. They are, distinct. and when you yeah. read them, you could tell they feel very different. Mm. You know, like, the Barry stuff to me reads very different than the Mark Wade Wally versus the Jeff Johns Wally. Even though, like, Wally still feels like one cohesive character, the different eras I tried to spotlight in a way that made it, like, mm-hmm. to show that there's more breadth than just guy who runs fast, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. What about you, Daryl? So, I, I definitely understand more, and I, I greatly appreciate that you did this. I know it takes, like, a lot of time and effort trying to think about it. It's like, oh, I could include this issue, I, I could do this. Especially because... I now really understand when you're just like Flash doesn't have like a definitive like there's no long Halloween of Flash where you're showing us like some of the best parts, but it still needs to be taken in context of the larger runs. Like even like this story with like all the backstories, there's still so much going on between like at the end of the issues in the beginning where it's like, again, where Bart's now the Flash and Bart's dead. You also got to know that Bart's also Barry Allen's grandson from the future. And to know that you got to know Iris came back from time after she was a fat man at the trial of Barry (laughs) Allen where he killed Professor Zoom. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's quite a lot of stuff that's intertwined there. (laughs) Flash still doesn't like I, I feel like I get 
Because it's like, I, I know my feelings on it, where I'm just like, I, I don't like Flash that much still because I'm like, I don't, I want his powers to be more concrete. But at the same time, yeah, like, you're I not like, going to get that. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like a lot of dumb anime stuff where the powers aren't super. No, but at the same time, like, I also want them at least to be somewhat concrete. I like how creative yeah. he is with a lot of his powers, but it's mm-hmm. still like, I still have a lot of the same, like, issues. I, I really, again, I really like that you at least, like, showed more of a difference between Barry and Wally, uh-huh. and I like the the showing of the rogues and their backstories. And uh, again, my favorite is Hunter Zolomon. I think he's a great character. I really like yes. Zoom from too. the few instances I've seen him. I li- I wish he was handled a lot better and more carefully because then he could be uh-huh. like a really cool, intimidating character. Yeah. And the thing that I hate, I think the most that I can't get over is that they all have the same goddamn costume. <laughs> because you guys were at least like well it makes sense back when wally was the flash where it's like he's gonna wear barry stuff until he you know until he overcomes his fear of surpassing barry but then he's still wearing the same costume and i kept waiting and then they show kid flash bart was in the same costume i'm like yeah. it just like i i don't know if it's just like a visual thing i can't separate barry and wally that much in my head unless their mm-hmm. costumes are like different again it's like having two batmans next to each other or something their costumes are a little different, but in ways that you would only like, Yeah, it's like notice. I know the waste like, lightning bolts point down yeah, for Wally. But like that's than... not something that anyone unless like I will notice, but ninety nine percent of people Yeah, will, and it's like I, I complained about like the chrome stuff not being different enough, but at least that was like distinct enough when it was drawn, whereas like Wally just looks a lot like Barry in those things, and I, it's one of those mm-hmm. things where I have to take your word for it that Wally treats his rogues differently than, like, Barry does. Because at least, again, from reading, like, the old issues, I mean, other than him wanting to beat the shit out of Clive Yorkin, but it made sense why he wanted to do that. Just, like, I don't feel like they're as distinct to me as you would have me believe Mm. from reading this. I think it's more that Wally Wally just has the benefit of being written in a better era. Like, not that I don't love the 70s and 80s, but, like, The Flash doesn't have good writing until like the early 90s yeah you know and like that's one thing that like yeah the a lot of like barry as a cop stuff like they put on him the like silver age black and white morality that i think works with his role as a cop yeah but that's still a lot of that was not explicit before it's just the way everybody was everybody else evolved but barry was dead so they kind of just put that on him Mm -hmm. you know and then barry comes back from the dead right after the story and it's like that's not really true anymore because nobody wants to read that, you know? Yeah. So I, I it's think like, it's interesting this is to like me, like, contrast. this is towards the end. Like, I really like the current writer on The Flash, and I think it's a, it's the best Barry run that we've had. Mm-hmm. But it's still a pale comparison to me between, like, like I still have yet to see a reason why Barry had to come back from the dead. Yeah. Like, I, no one has convinced me that that was necessary, yeah. you know? Yeah. Have you read any of the modern stuff, Ryan? Of like, I mean, I'm I'm currently up to date on the Flashbook, and it's it's great, but like, it doesn't have to be like. There's, I don't know, it like I. You know, it could be Wally. It would be still good. Barry's just boring. He's just a more boring version of Wally West. Yeah, <laughs> one of the things I was thinking of while I was reading this, where I was like, you know, I give you shit for liking Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner's very distinct as Green Lantern. Yes, right. I had yes. <laughs> I had seen some things like posts online where people are just talking about like how kind of like boring Hal is because people are talking about like who's the best uh, Green Lantern, and I was like, you know what? 
Hell is actually pretty boring. It's like a lot of those old age heroes to me are really boring, and it's like They're I all wish Superman basically. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I wish Wally had a little bit more of a distinctive. Like I enjoy him and I like seeing him. It's just I wish I had seen maybe like more of him being fun. To in, I, I wish probably, I probably would have helped to see a lot of his more formative years because he transitions to a more heroic character. Over time. Yeah, that's, yeah, and and that's the thing with the Flash. Like the Flash is a character that made me love comics as an ongoing medium because like I loved Wally not for two stories but for two hundred and fifty yeah. issues that I read, and that's something we can't do on the show. And like I tried to spotlight a little where like Return of Barry Allen has Wally just like his insecurities that Barry never had and like things yep. like that. Yeah, that like I find interesting, but like it just. He's the reason why I focused on the villains is because it's easier, I think, to give you a showcase on like what this is why I think Captain Cold is cool. But like with Wally West, you just you gotta read it all, and that's just yeah. not something that you know, not that every single issue is great, but like his relationship with Linda showcases like his more modern role mm-hmm. as like he's in a partnership. He's not, she's yeah, not I feel just like, a I feel like everything you know, like Wally kind of had was an improvement over Barry, yes. absolutely. And I'm still on team. Yeah. Barry doesn't need it. Like, Barry, Barry's only useful to me if he comes back to specifically be the old hard cop to be like, times have changed yeah. and you got to do interesting things with that. But even then, I'm like, this is like a, uh, it's someone who's only good in comparison to Superman. Like, Superman has to be there. I don't know. Anyway, it was it was like some villain where it's like this villain's only useful in comparison if these people are there. Like they can't stand on their own. You can't have individual oh, issues. Okay, yeah, yeah, where yeah. I'm like, I think Barry would only be good if to juxtapose. Like he, I don't want to see a Barry issues just about him. I want to see him his like actions yeah. opposed to Wally. Sort of like when they were together back when he was like Eobard Thon together like doing stuff and he yeah. was concerned about being the flash i mean the most interesting thing barry allen ever did was die and like <laughs> i know that sounds mean but like having this like pure silver age character die before the modern age edged him up a little bit like yep. yeah there was he, he snaps reverse flash's neck but even that was still in like a the book made it clear like he didn't have a choice like this is lawful good like we discussed it but like it was still like None of us were like Barry deserves to go to prison. We were just like he deserves to like have a fair trial. But, but you it, know? Also, it also like highlights that that was like the transition point from yeah, uh, but like edgy stories from yeah, you know, exactly. But stuff. having mm-hmm. having a Silver Age morality, like I like forever, uh, like frozen as the rest of the universe evolves past them. It's almost like I, I find Barry Allen to be like the like the George Washington of the DC universe. Yeah. Where like yes, there were problems, but like we look at them as such idols that like they I think they work better in history as this like focus on the you know the farewell address and like all these kind of things that like they work better than if we were to bring George Washington back and be like but look at the way he treated his slaves yeah it, it like has like, to be something if you bring him back it's like you do it to deconstruct rather than yes. continue to deify them like that yeah. stands is weird to me exactly and like and that's why that's why like when they launched the flash tv show which like i watched the first two seasons and, and really enjoyed it yeah. in the first episode the end of the show stinger is setting up barry's gonna die in crisis on infinite earth <laughs> like that's the most that's the interesting thing that he does mm. uh but i appreciated you doing this and congratulations i like zoom <laughs> yes you what about it. you sly what did you think uh, so uh, I appreciate this because uh, I like majority of the comics we've uh, we've read. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I voiced my issues about the Grodd issues and like mm-hmm. the road yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, fucking Grodd. <laughs> but it was it was interesting to see. Uh, I don't know if I uh, illustrate. I, I 
Uh, I don't know if I made a compelling argument for myself, but I do think you make very compelling arguments for each of these stories. And I, and I found it interesting to be able to... Uh, to these stories I've read before, uh, not all of these issues, but I've read a lot of these issues beforehand, and I never understood the appeal, so it was really interesting for me to... Mm-hmm. to I, I think uh, you've, you haven't fully flipped on everything, but I could see yeah. why people like uh, these issues. I, I, I think you maybe understand the, uh, your perspective a lot. They were more uh, interesting cool. with Ryan I definitely here. appreciate hearing that. Well, I mean, what's not? Am I right, fellas? <laughs> it's, it's and and uh, to uh, just to talk about what you guys were talking about, uh, essentially because Flash kind of shows uh, the potential and limitations of of of, of uh, comic books. Yes. yes. Be- because um, Wally changed the costume to that chrome thing, and that was too much for people. Like, and and, and that was annoying me too, because uh, I, I I I always you know obviously I grew up in the '90s. And uh, but growing up in these '90s comics specifically, I always felt the same way. Like you should have like new updated costumes. Yes, and stuff. I, I, agree. I find that cool. But that was too much for people back then. Like, well, you can have Wally, but you can't even have a new costume. You gotta have the same exact same <laughs> yeah. Flash costume. And then eventually it was you can't even have uh, a one. You can't you can't even have Wally. You have to have Bar- You have to have Barry exactly. Like it, yeah. it showed like the pushback that happens when people don't want to go. And it's change, so change. dumb. And I sorry to harp on the costume thing, but like at the end of the Stinger, at the end of the Rogues Revenge, they show like Barry running again. It's like Barry's coming back but again in the same costume. It just looks like Wally. So I'm was, like, oh, excuse Wally. me. Uh, Wally has green eyes and Barry has blue eyes. I thought <laughs> I thought Wally was just running for some reason. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it, it was, it, like it right. didn't, if I didn't, but you know, like we talk about like uh, comic to be a visual medium. Yeah. What the animation is, nobody could tell it's fucking Wally. I'm not, not, it's not yeah. Wally. It's well, Barry. that's why like I love Legacies. The worst thing you could do is bring the original person back because yes. when barry was dead forever then if a flash shows up you know it's wally every yeah. time yeah for 20 years you know it's wally yeah it's just like in when you read a comic in the 90s and it's robin you're not like is this dick grayson you're like yeah, no i know it's that's Tim a Drake. good point and that's one of the like but it when you retcon it that's when it gets really confusing that's when it's like oh well now there's three or four flashes and that's when it's dumb yeah most of the time when we talk about dumb stuff it's usually not like a uh, unless we, unless we, like uh, we defend it, we say, "Oh, this dumb stuff is actually genius." It's genius yeah. that this guy got raised by gorillas. Uh, unless it's like something like that, um, uh, it's usually just some editors trying to force something that yeah. wasn't meant to be there. Yeah. Cool. I think we have talked enough about the Flash. You guys have. I still have way more to say, but <laughs> I will not bore you anymore. He just runs so fast, guys. Yeah, he really he's got to run faster. He's like the Sonic too. of comics. Oh. <laughs> So we'll be back. We're not we're not weekly next time, so we're taking a week off, right? That's what the schedule says. Yes. We're back to bi weekly. So <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you next time. So thank you for listening to Divisive Issues. I've been just signing off this fucked up year. I exploded a baby. I've been putting another Ryan in time hell. (laughs) And I'm Gorilla Grodd on the comms. Stay in continuity. Hmm. If nothing else, I can at least learn the Flash's secret identity. I have no idea who this is.